Welcome to the Joy of Geek podcast, uh, movie review edition. And boy, it is it is the time of season for uh, the new Batman vs. Superman film. We've now all seen it, and we are going to talk about it. Well, that we will do. That is for, the, the most neutral intro you could have given. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I was, I'm trying here, but anyway, first of all, uh, I am Rich Lepore. Jordan Alseca. Kevin Schaefer. And uh, we are uh, we are going to talk about Batman vs. Superman, Dawn no, of no, Justice. No, no, Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman. It's a court case. Get it right. Dawn of Justice, directed by the mighty, the great, the wonderful Zack Snyder of Watchmen and 300 and Sucker Punch fame. Yeah, this. this, this <laughs> it was just—is my intro falling apart? I'm trying to give some love here at the beginning. Yeah, I will but say that, before. Okay, before yeah, it's we hard get, to hold in. Before we get started, um, so as you can kind of guess, none of us were really on board this movie, and we did try to get a fourth person on the show. Good friend of mine, um, he was not available. But that said, though, we will still—we um, are not trying to shun people who like this movie in any way. We will talk about some of the positive opinions, I and personally, some of them are very well very informed opinions. And so, um, but we are going to when share they our quote thoughts. Hamlet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, shots fired. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, honestly, to me, uh, I, I'm willing to go so far as to say, like, people have very valid opinions Absolutely. about this movie. Well, you're kindest, I would say. Like, yeah, you, you you come in with the most praise. It's still, I think. A bad yeah. movie in your yeah. estimation, sure. but you you seem Definitely. to like more of it than either. There of us. there are parts when I was I was roused and uh, like really I was like this is rocking. But anyway, um, let's uh, let's let's how how do you want to handle this? Let's let's start with um, how did you guys come into this movie? Great I idea. Know, like, I great know idea. that this is a that's a big part of it. Um, um, well, so how, why don't you start? Okay. So all right. So I will be honest. I came into this movie with skepticism, um, not just because of the reviews, but because. I did not care for Man of Steel. Um, if what did I you were, think of Man of Steel overall? Man of Steel, so I liked the first act of it a lot. I liked okay. when they started... Oh, you uh, liked the stuff on Krypton or whatever. Well, the Krypton, and th- then when they were doing some of the scenes with Clark Kent and starting to really explore that emotional aspect of him, where I think the movie fell apart um, was when they went overboard on the action. They rushed everything. And then, it, not the fact that Superman kills out at the end. That's not what bothered me. Um, this and this is coming straight from Max Landis, who's a writer I really respect. Um, what he had to say is that about all this disaster um, written superhero movies these days. If Superman really wanted to kill him at the expense of saving people, why didn't he do that earlier instead of let thousands of people Because it's not die? as dramatic. It's not as right. dramatic. And right. so I just felt that a lot of the dramatic weight of that movie was lost. Um, about midway through and through the end. Um, it it's, had some interesting ideas, and I get why some people liked it. I just didn't really care for it. It's so, something important to think about, though, as we go right. into our ba- uh, Batman v Superman review, is right. that you know I, I, a lot of people are saying that you know because of the criticism about the wanton destruction in that yeah, film, yeah. that in a lot of ways this movie was weighed down uh, by the inclusion of so much like of Zack Snyder's response to that. There's and, that. And going in, he was like, you know, I, I probably should have just ignored it. Right. Or done his own, gone his own way, because in the end, he's going to go his own way anyway. But, I mean, a lot of people say that. So anyway, as we go in, we should think about that. But go ahead, I'm Well, sorry. there's that, and also the fact that new stuff kept getting added to this movie. It seems like every month, I mean. To BBS? It started as a Batman v Superman movie. Like it looked like it was gonna be like a Dark Knight Returns adaptation. Um, 
And then you get all this Justice League inclusion material. The title never did anything for me, as I, I can... Even people who like this movie, come on. The title was just a mess. Well, first of all, I hate... And this is weird that I like this movie the best of the three of us, because I absolutely hate superheroes fighting. I mean, I know it's a lot of superhero dumb in general. Those are always my least favorite comics. I'd much rather the superheroes team up and fight some other enemies. To me, it's just like... it's It always seems... In, in all but the best cases, always seems really forced. It's like, oh, you came up with some artificial fucked up reason for them to fight for fake right, drama right. before... Before they go after the real enemy. Woo, right. I hate that usually. But anyway. <laughs> and another thing is that uh, um, whether they came out and said it or not, it seemed like everything they were doing was a direct response to Marvel and trying to reverse that. Well, and that's except, not really? I mean, I the, think so. The universe, because... but, but, but the tone? I mean, if they wanted to chase Marvel, I mean, wh- what are they doing with their tone? I I'm mean... saying Marvel does the more fun, yeah. Source based, uh, source material based material films, whereas this tried to reverse everything about the source material. This is not the Justice League I grew up with, and I'm okay with radical interpretations of characters. Nothing wrong with that, but when it's to the point, it seemed like uh, coming up to this movie, it just seemed like it was to the point of reinventing everything to the point that it was unnecessary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. if you have a reason to, then that's fine, but. It just seemed like there was no remnants of the DC universe I grew up with, well, or or any incarnation. I'm not trying to do yeah. too much of a back and forth yet, but I just want to make this one point because I think it's an interesting counterpoint. Yeah. I've listened to an interview um, with uh, what's the dude's name, the Da Vinci's Demons guy. Uh, I uh, uh, the, uh, the dude uh, that you hate, Goyer, David Goyer. Oh, do, okay. do you like David Goyer? Did I mischaracterize it? David Goyer has not written anything good ever, okay. so I, I don't find myself a fan of his. Okay, that's a better way to put it. So yeah, David Goyer, uh, he was talking about you know the process of doing the Dark Knight trilogy, sure. Um, you know which which you know you know he he is 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 considered a co writer of sure sure. Um and um and you know the the conversations that they had doing that movie and and then obviously Man of Steel he was very involved in it. and and to hear him tell it on a, I was listening to a writers panel podcast and to hear him tell it it was really his brainchild and he, he and Zack Snyder but really him who said you know how do we do a new take on the on Superman and there's Man nothing wrong with that and and the yeah. idea was let's tell an immigrant story this is truly an immigrant story and and an, and a story of an alien coming to earth and how would the world respond to that mm-hmm. and like that was their like but see that's their my other take, thing you know? in man of steel you don't really get to see any of that reaction because most of the time is just superman and zod fighting there wasn't <laughs> enough yeah. of the world's response to Superman, and they kind of hit it on this movie, but not really because there's so much going on. There's in too it much stuff in this it. Is, yeah. Superman is barely in this movie, and that's what really made. And like you're talking about him as a like when we talk about him as we're a not gonna, we don't want to talk too much about this movie. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll get into my all right. But back to how I came yeah, into going the, into okay. the film. All right, so I was skeptical, but I will say I genuinely tried to come in and just enjoy it, and that's where I was at coming in. You know, like. Okay. I'm like, I'm okay with Radica's DC has been reinventing his characters all the time because, I mean, they're at the forefront. They had a lot of success with Green Lantern. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. kidding! Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> but they're at the forefront of, like, uh, like you know, re- in the comics and in the movie, like, Suicide's, uh, whatever looks like it might be good. Suicide Squad I'm excited about. Um, and so, you know, I had just hope that I might just enjoy it. And that's where I was coming in, you know, I mean... Um, and, we'll, and then... We'll see how you how you was when you got in. Yeah. Okay. I know it's hard to hold back the gates. I, I know. Jordan, how are you My coming problems. in? Um. So I don't really. 
You know, I was I was pretty ambivalent to this film just because nothing about it excited me. I didn't find it any of the trailers to I be... I thought there was one trailer that you were turning around a little. The second trailer, which spoiled everything. Yeah. You know, I was a little yeah. more excited. I was like, okay, maybe... Because, you know, it's all about execution. You know, right. that's what it they're is. saying is there's no bad ideas. There's just bad execution. And I thought there were some good ideas going into this. And honestly, while I'm not the biggest Zack Snyder fan, I think Sucker Punch is horrendous. Um, and his Watchmen, I mean, it's even hard to judge him on that entirely because oh, he's so slavish. I like Watchmen. I, I, um, I'll put that out there. So. I, I, I love the book. And I the love movie, the book. The and movie I, is a you know a shot for shot as much as you can interpretation in all save these the four squid. hours. You know, yeah, save the squid, right? right. Um, but you know, I actually came out of Man of Steel pretty ambivalent. I, I thought it had some good ideas and oh, some you good didn't scenes. hate Man of Steel? No, I didn't hate Man of Steel. I actually I gave liked Man of Steel a, lot of a solid three out of five. Like I didn't hate it, but I didn't. Oh wow, I did not know you guys uh, didn't hate that movie. No, I think... I didn't hate it. I, it was just I just thought it. I did not know that. I think you get more origin in a leeway, or you get more leeway in an origin. In an origin, story. I, you do, you do. You, you know, I'm okay with a movie being about Superman figuring out that he is Superman. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And you know. Running into, you know, I I don't entirely agree with the murder of Zod, but I'm okay with it. I get the sense that he was backed into a corner. Right, right. He didn't really know what else to do, and I'm I'm fine with that. It's a definitive moment of why he would never kill again, in theory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but coming into this movie, I just I had zero real enthusiasm. Um, I was expecting bad, given the thrashing this yeah, movie got I mean... for the 48 hours preceding release. Um, and they should have like worked that embargo, man. They should have been like, we will show you our movie early. But you cannot, under any circumstances, review it until after opening. Look, weekend. it's a you movie that I mean? was destined, yeah. destined to make millions of millions. Right. Of dollars. I, I, mean, I, I can't believe though how well it's doing, even with the thrashing. Well, that that's a, debatable now. There's given a drop, its performance oh, this weekend. It dropped um sixty-eight percent. Like yeah. That um, is precipitous, to say the least. Yeah, it's not a good thing, and that's the thing. It did it make its money back and make huge profit? Sure. Uh, staying power is going to be another thing. We can talk about that at the end of the episode. Sure. Uh, looking to the future. Because uh, I think there's some speculating that can be done about where the DC murderverse is going. Um, but. What? <laughs> that's just a thing I saw online describing it. The DC murderverse. That's, I that's feel fucking, accurate. That's hyperbolic. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. That's fucking hyperbolic. It's pretty accurate, but we'll get into that. Um. But anyway, look, going into this movie, I was hopeful that there would be good things in it that I could, you know, agree with, even if the overall movie... And I was... I'm always hopeful. When I see a superhero yeah, movie, yeah. I don't want to hate it. No, I like, really don't. I went into this expecting to hopefully like it. Same for Fantastic Four. Same for Green Lantern. Every movie I go see, I don't want to have a bad time at the theater. You know, I had such a hard time last year when we did our best of the year picking a worst film just because I generally try not to see bad films. And, you know... Yeah. If a movie's, other than superhero movies, if a movie gets bad reviews, I'll tend to not see it. Right, right. Um, that's why I've never seen a Transformers film. <laughs> I also have no interest in seeing a Transformers film, but that's why. And I owned Transformers. Uh-huh, like, I was yeah, like, yeah. I had the gun that right. turned into the dude. Sure, sure. And it was badass. So going in, my expectations really probably couldn't have been lower. And I was just hoping that the movie would exceed those um, in some way. Interesting. I'm just surprised <laughs> to hear that you guys are three out of fives. Are you a three out of five? On oh, Man of Steel? Man of Steel? Yeah, Man I'd say Steel, that's a yeah. fair. On Man of Steel, I would yes. read like if Man on of this, Steel no. <laughs> is on HBO, I stop and watch a few minutes of it. I don't see know where if I like at. watch over again, but like I said, I liked the first like half hour, forty minutes of Man of Steel. It was just I thought that that's the part they almost cut. Yeah, of course. I was listening yeah, to that like, lawyer interview. He said well, he had to fight uh, for it tooth and nail. They almost cut it. Well, I mean, it was like a fifty million dollars sequence. When or they tried to explore some of that human element of Clark Kent, that interested me. And then they just go total into 
Zod's here, he immediately becomes Superman, and the next two hours are just fighting, and that's when it lost me. But like, I mean, it had some, it had some interesting ideas, and um, and you know, I mean, if it had picked up after that, and you know, I would have forgiven it if you know I'd enjoy this one more. But um, but okay. like, I just, I mean. It, yeah, I mean, it just, my expectations going in here, I mean, part of it, like, would you say, I, am I the biggest DC fan out of us, or? I, I was always a bigger DC fan than a Marvel okay, fan, okay. only because so, of my love I, for so Batman. Kind of a, I read I both, but I'm a Marvel zombie. I know you're a Marvel zombie, <laughs> yeah. And, so and, I, and I like both of them, especially uh, spending time with Jordan and just the zeitgeist of the right. world lately is so Marvel that it's gotten me a lot more into Marvel. Marvel, I mean, just, there's so much more fun to be had there as is a Marvel a lot, yeah. fan. There's so but, many more characters that are fun, sure. so many more books that are fun in Marvel now. Right. So, you know, just... Just by nature of the the like I said the zeitgeist like sure, I sure, become sure. more of a Marvel fan, but because of Batman and really exclusively Batman and Nightwing, I fucking love Nightwing, right? All that kind of I stuff. Mean, I, I would say going into maybe five years ago, I was a bigger DC fan. Than okay, Marvel. yeah, yeah. I mean, because like I love, I mean, Batman is my favorite superhero. My favorite comic of all time, no question, is Batman Long Halloween by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up on all the animated series, and yeah, I mean, I have right over there the entire Justice League um, series and Justice League Unlimited. Um, and that's the DC universe I love there. Not that I'm against radical reinterpretations, but like I said, you have to have a reason. Well, are you talking about that. cartoons? Well, just, I, I think the, because they are animated. I mean, they're animated. Of course, they're going to be more comic like. I mean, yeah, I know, when you try like, to do a real world interpretation, there are challenges. I'm just but, saying, and I, different I creators use different techniques to try to bring superheroes to the real world convincingly. I, agree. I think I almost think that like think about how how challenging it would be if you were told to bring these characters into real world and oh, make absolutely. them not laughable. You know absolutely. what I mean? I don't know. Absolutely. Sorry. Oh, no, I completely agree. I'm just saying that what the, those cartoons did not only were true to the source material, but they were able to dive into more themes and execute them well and have more characterization than really any of the movie, wow. the movies I've seen That's like in a while, like other than the Dark Knight trilogy, you know? I mean, so, and I don't want it to be that way. I want a great Batman Superman movie, a great Justice League movie, but it's just the direction they've gone in just really concerns me. And, of course, we'll get into this more, okay. but that's uh, where my skepticism stemmed from. Okay, so so for me going into this movie, I, I'm a... Um... Uh, just as a, as a as a as a human being, I try to be like an iconoclast, and I, mm-hmm. and I and I take that too far sometimes. I really wanted to, I wanted to go see this movie and say like, man, this was this was awesome. Mm-hmm. You guys are idiots. I'm gonna you be know? honest. That's what I was. That's why I didn't want to tell you my opinion. I was like all week, I was like, Rich might love this movie. No. <laughs> so I was like, that's a big. You're right. I mean, I, well, no, I, I like to give things a chance. Mm-hmm. I sure. like to oh, champion underdogs. I like to. Um, I, you know, just because somebody says something's bad doesn't make me want to think so. And you guys are that way too. I know that. Um, I've, I've heard you guys champion things that not everybody likes. So that's not at all what I'm saying. But what I am saying is though that like I would have loved to love this. You know, yeah. I, mean, I would have oh, loved. To love, I would have loved to love. You know I, what I wish it was I mean, a movie I could love. Gosh, I, I've been wanting to see Batman and Superman on screen for years. But... And this is, and I didn't know this. Yeah. But this is the first time the two of them have ever been in a big, you know, feature film oh, yeah. together. Which is, which is, you know, and then not only that, but added Wonder Woman, which we'll get to, and 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 some fucking online GIF files of other superheroes, oh, you know, or, or, or uh, JPEGs, um, which is ludicrous. But it's we'll good to know superheroes it. like to just hang out and watch YouTube videos as Exactly, well. dude, exactly. No, like, we can get a whole emotional cyborg story in one little JPEG. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, so I really wanted to like it, um, and but yet, I'll tell you the truth, going into the movie theater on this past Friday, like, I was like, oh, 
I don't really want to sit down and see this right now. Like, there's never a time when I felt like watching two and a half hours of that movie. And again, a big part of that is I don't like superheroes fighting. I just think it's it's played out. Okay. I don't want to watch like some 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 you know half baked villain try to like you know make them hate each other so they can fight and then mm-hmm. figure out that it was all stupid. It's like oh, right. so that hour and a half was a fucking waste of my time. Right, oh, right. I see. You know what I mean? Like, and so I, I, I was very of two camps. I was like, but hopefully it'll grab me by the, by the whatever, and just like pull me along, and I'll love it. And then I saw, and then when I started watching, well, anyway, there was even at the beginning of the movie, I was like, ooh, I could, maybe this is, I'm feeling this a little bit, right? Yeah. And you see Amy. Um, Adams. Adams, I'm like, ooh, she's fresh-faced, and ooh, this tub scene, I'm not hating, and oh, I, I didn't hate the tub scene, but I mean, I really uh, wanted yeah, to enjoy uh, myself, and uh, uh, yeah, and it, it became harder and harder, and yeah. it got more boring, and Jesse Eisenberg, I want to die. And anyway, we'll talk. Okay, right. so I guess that brings where we're all at. Um, okay. So let's do just so- as a note, I always like talking about my Marvel zombie. I am currently wearing a Civil War shirt as we which record is about, this, which is about a fifty-fifty um, scenario, something related to Marvel, right? Yeah, yeah I mean. I don't know, I have more Marvel shirts than DC shirts, I know that for a fact. But anyway, um, so yeah, now we're going to uh, say what what happened at us when we sat in theaters, myself twice, to see I'm this sorry, movie. Which is why we've elected, Jordan, <laughs> not only is, are you really good with your memory, but also... I've had time to parse it out. You've had time to parse um, it out, so okay, give us a synopsis so uh, that we can sort of, so, so that we can give people a roadmap if they haven't seen it, and also refresh people's memory if, if they're trying to block it out. Also, if you haven't seen it, we're going full spoiler. To oh, yeah, here. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but uh, you've already had a full spoiler because you yeah, saw yeah. the previews. Right. This is off yeah, the cuff. I haven't prepared anything, so if we miss scenes, we'll, they'll probably come up just in our natural course right, of right. discussing the film. Uh, but Batman v Superman opens, uh, showing us for what feels like the thousandth time the yep. death of Martha and uh, Jonathan Thomas. Thomas Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's parents. Uh, the famous shooting scene uh, before pearls cutting. aplenty, jingling of pearls yep. on the fucking street. Or was yeah. that the second time we saw it in the yeah, movie? Yeah. I don't know. But also <laughs> that moment, I did laugh because Jeffrey Dean Morgan is playing Thomas Wayne and Lauren Cohen is playing. Um, Martha, and so it's Negan and Maggie from Walking Dead. That was you know right. that Jeffrey Dean yeah. Morgan was just like nudging yeah. Zack Snyder. He's like, dude, bro, I was in Watchmen. Come on, bro. Yeah, let yeah. me in that movie. Come on, all right, let me get plot. through the plot. All right, sorry, sorry. Uh, to so we cut forward to the end of Man of Steel with the battle against Zod raging in the skies, but we see it from Bruce Wayne's perspective as he arrives right. in Metropolis by helicopter to, you know, survey the damage and do what he can. Um, in the destruction and the laser blasts coming from the two Kryptonians, Wayne Industries building in Metropolis falls and thousands die. Including one of his employees. Including several of them. Several. One of which loses their legs. One of which loses their legs. And another girl loses her mother. Right. And we get a sense of Bruce Wayne really hating Superman as he looks up and sees him in the sky right. uh, while all the destruction is going on. We then cut forward 18 months. Uh, the remnants of the Kryptonian world ships still rest in the centers of Metropolis and the Indian Ocean, where a chunk of kryptonite has been discovered. Uh, We cut around in what really feels to be about an hour-long montage through all the different characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bruce Wayne's become more brutal than ever as Batman, branding villains, uh, going to new extremes, feeling that all of his work over the past 20 years has amounted to nothing in the face of an alien threat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Clark Kent, meanwhile, is shacked up with Lois Lane. Wait, I have a quick question. Does that alien threat turn good men cruel? Possibly. Possibly. I just wondered. Uh, wondered. He's living with Lois Lane, who continues to get herself in just the worst situations where, uh, you know, kicking it with Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Just kicking it. Just kicking it. Oh, God. Uh, Having some fun adventures. By the way, anyway, go ahead. During an incident in the desert, Superman has to come save Lois when a bunch of 
mercenaries along with CIA agents fight some terrorists. Was I the only person who felt that scene was like kind of racially insensitive? Like it just felt. I was there with I was there with an African American friend, Uh and I was like, when the war when the black warlord came on, I was like, this is really stereotypical and shitty. Well, it's Africa. I mean, there were I mean, there good are black warlords in Africa. No, but I just, I just was like really uncomfortable. All right, well, yeah. we'll get into it. We'll right, get sorry, into it. We'll get into it, guys. Guys, yeah, yeah. I know it's boiling over. I know, I man. I'm trying. You were doing it earlier. I'm doing it now. Every right, time I mention a scene, you're like, I want to get into it. Anyway, we cut after this incident in which Superman saves Lois and takes out the warlord to find out that the village was inevitably gunned down by you know loyalists and the dictator in a Senate hearing led by Holly Hunter, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Who is you know calling for? We need to discuss what Superman should be allowed to do. Um, and while for some reason Superman's getting blamed for all this, Lois discovers a bullet that has no traceable history to it. Something like that, yes. So she spends the majority of the movie handing the bullet off to the general, now senator from the previous film, trying to figure out where it's coming from. Uh, Batman, meanwhile, is dead set on figuring out a way to kill Superman uh, because he's worried that if there's even a one percent chance he's our enemy. They have to take it as an absolute. Um, and so he spins... <laughs> Wise words. Wise words, Mr. Wayne. He spins... You're so, he's such so smart, Batman. That was so smart. He man. spends a lot of the movie uh, talking to Lex Luthor, who is also working on Kryptonite to develop a weapon. He's playing basketball. In um, it's a different take on Lex Luthor. We'll get into it. Um, Would you say Zucker Luthor? What was and that? Yeah, yeah. from there... Lex Zuckerberg? Yep. Lex is working to try and get the senator to allow him to bring the Kryptonite into the country. Uh, he's finding resistance there. But he really starts he working like with that. Scoot McNary, who plays a character called Wally, which was a bit of a jarring name to go with for a character. Uh, but then uh, J- Wally's now completely lost his legs. He's stuck in a wheelchair, and he hates Superman, going so far as to spray paint false god on a statue in the center of Metropolis. Uh, so Luther sponsors him to go talk to the senator and create this Senate hearing. That he gets Superman a baller wheelchair out of the whole thing. Yeah, he yeah, does get a baller, baller. wheelchair. Uh, Batman, meanwhile, infiltrates Luther's place and tries to put a little bit, a device on it to suck out his mainframe so he can find the location of the kryptonite, which its whole time is going under this white Portuguese name because the movie doesn't want to fully give away that that's what Batman's looking for. Uh, so Batman, uh, however, his device is stolen by Diana Prince, a socialite who seems to have a secret of her own uh, and wants something from Luther by taking the drive. Um, and so as things escalate, Superman finally does show up at a Senate hearing, um, only for a bomb hidden in Scoot McNary's wheelchair mm-hmm. to erupt, killing everyone in the Senate House, and uh, leaving the world somehow angry at Superman, was even any, though everyone any, uh, knew it was a bomb wheelchair. Yeah. Was yeah. there any peach tea in there? There. <sighs> so just, just give me the plot points on the peach tea, just so I understand it. It was... Well, they called it peach tea. Yeah. Right, but however, it, it might was... not have been. But, 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 but what happened? So he talked about it with her earlier. He talked earlier. There's an earlier scene because again, she embargoes uh, Lex's desire to bring the kryptonite in, and, right. and has this whole witticism, and we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, so following this, Bruce is just dead set. It's time to kill Batman, or it's time to kill Superman. So he goes careening through the streets in the Batmobile to chase down the kryptonite that's being transported to uh, Lex's Lex Corp. Uh, and in the middle of the chase, uh, after which Batman slaughters. At least several people to death. Uh, Where? How? I don't remember that. In the Batman chase. Well, we'll talk about it, but uh, Superman shows up, lets the criminals go, and gives Batman a stern talking to, telling him the Bat is dead, because uh, Superman can't stand for the brutal measures that Batman takes. Batman, of course, famously asks him if he bleeds, and assures him he will. And uh, from there, things escalate with Batman developing several kryptonite weapons, including grass grenades and a spear. Kryptonite Um, spear, yeah. Yeah, kryptonite spear. 
Things continue to escalate. Finally, Superman is ready to uh, take out Lex because Lex throws uh, Lois off a building. But then yeah. Lex reveals he's kidnapped Martha. And if Lex, if Superman doesn't go and kill Batman in an hour, he's going to have her burned to death. And so, feeling there's no other option, he goes to try and get Batman's help. Batman, however, is having none of it. Immediately Sonic weapons him. And then the two end up fighting for Five not minutes. really a good reason. Five minutes, maybe. Yeah, no, Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a bad reason that they end up fighting, but they do. Uh, at which Even point, what, though, the reason they stop fighting, please go on. So they fight for a little bit, and, you know, it has some highlights. I'm not entirely against this action scene, uh, not to give away, but uh, Superman gas grenades him, gets the upper hand a few times, and he's just about to plunge the spear into Superman's heart when Superman begs for him to, you know, that he says that Martha's going to be killed. And then after once again seeing the Batman flashback to how his parents were killed, uh, Batman hearing the name Martha, which is both Superman and Batman's mother's names, he realizes maybe he shouldn't kill Superman. Lois shows up, begs for it. They kind of go, cool, we're bros now. Yep. And Batman, for some reason, is the one that goes to save Martha. While he goes, while Superman goes somewhere else. He goes to get Lex. Right, um, yeah. And uh, in doing so, Batman has a actually pretty solid action scene in which he rescues Martha Wayne. Um, again, like, killing several people. And then but, he hovers over and says, I'm a friend of your son's. Uh, I figured. <laughs> the cape. But uh, Superman goes to confront Lex, but this whole time Lex was also able to get access to the world ship and Zod's body and used his own and the Krypton databanks and his own human blood to make Doomsday. Yeah, yeah. Doomsday awakens, starts to beat the crap out of Superman. T Superman flies him into space where the government decides to nuke them. Neither of them die. Uh, Doomsday is essentially unkillable. So, so that was the first pseudo-death of Superman in the film. Yeah, uh, at which point Batman, having also sent some information to Diana Prince... That might, hmm? noise. that might make noise, yeah. Uh, at which point it's revealed through a photo, not that it wasn't obvious from all the marketing, that she is Wonder Woman. Uh, she comes to the battlefield, joins and up... And she's got like a, a Howling Commandos crew with her. Mm -hmm. In the photo, yeah. yeah. Uh, including Chris Pine from next year's Wonder Woman solo film. Uh, but the the three end up working together, but they realize, and this whole part is muddled, we're really going to have to walk step by step through this entire conclusion that the kryptonite spear oh is the only way to kill the beast. Day, yeah. uh, Lois, not knowing this, first throws the spear into this inexplicable water pit in the center of a building. I thought Aquaman was going to pop out of it. I uh, was sure. <laughs> I was sure, dude. I was like, he was going to come out, and it was going to be his trident. I really did. Like, just because just the movie's so wacky. Anyway, right, right. Uh, and then... Oh, I'm Aquaman! And having, then, no, anyway. having no reason to think she needed the spear, Lois then decides to go get the spear back. Superman goes to save her when no, she starts to No, she at that drown. point had seen Doomsday. Yeah, but she had no reason to know the spear was needed. Well, she knew he was... He was a... a, a yeah, you're right. Maybe she, she didn't know where <laughs> she he didn't came know. from. Uh, she doesn't so, know his origins. But so she Superman saves he had her. Krypton, anyway. Superman is the one to get the spear, which makes no sense. And then Superman is the one to kill Doomsday, which also makes no sense. And as a result, Superman is impaled on Doomsday's spikes and dies. Uh, and in the aftermath of the battle, Superman is given a burial in Metropolis while Clark Kent's body is honored and taken back to the Kent farm to be buried by his father's side. Uh, Bruce Wayne and Diana Prince decide that it's time to unite the seven, as the Twitter hashtag would have you... Uh, call it, and go to find the other heroes that were on Lex Luthor's computer to assemble the Justice League for a threat that crazy Lex Luthor is ranting about like a lunatic in prison, which is inevitably Darkseid because of a crazy, unnecessary flash-forward pseudo-dream scene that's in the middle of the movie, right. 
we will get to it. And as everything is about to cut to credits after what feels like the fifth ending of the movie, dirt rises off of Superman's grave for just a split second before credits. That's kind of cool. So that is the, the dirt. Were, the dirt that is. That is the rough plot of Batman v if Superman. If you were lost at any point during that, you are not alone. Um, um, I've seen it twice. I. Sorry. I saw the movie a first time because, of course, I was going to. I'd made plans to see it with Kevin and some other friends. Uh, so between those, I spent a lot of time reading the plot, reading reviews, trying to get it, you know, thoughts straight in my head. Saw it a second time so I could more, you know, keenly observe the film and the through lines and all that. And then after that, I've listened to many, 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 many more podcasts because I love listening to podcasts um, about superhero stuff. And uh, now I think I'm ready. I feel ready. I'm sure we all do to talk about the movie, its flaws, its positives as we go through the uh, yeah. adventure okay. yeah that okay, is cool Zack snyder's vision okay cool so um while you're still talking why don't you say um what would what is this will be a good entry point when was it when you were watching the movie that, that i turned you first on it? turned on it uh fuck granny's peach tea that's about the point where i was like all right this movie is garbage now tell me about granny's peach tea what happens because i don't really get it and why everyone thinks it's so lame because it's a piss joke in yeah. a superhero movie. It's like the most puerile... Well, puerile really because is... Lex Luthor is puerile. Yeah, and I hate that character. Yeah, it encapsulates why this is a crappy villain. Right. Um, and I think it's just something that goes into... Uh, we'll get to it, but just the fact that there's a piss joke in the middle of this movie before, you know, hundreds of people are horribly slaughtered in a firebomb explosion, it it feels tone deaf. Um, and I feel that way about a lot of the movie, honestly. It, it just feels like a mess of the film. Um, but I will be honest... From the beginning, I was on the movie side. I think a lot of what starts out the movie is fairly solid. Um, See, I well, not a lot, very little, but but enough. You, well, here's the part that you need. All you need is Ben Affleck. Batfleck rolls up. Batfleck was awesome. Batfleck um, is amazing. And when the Batman fucking inevitable Batman movie that he did this as penance, I'm gonna now call it <laughs> to be able to make. You got to take your lumps. He and literally. He that is literally the deal he made. And he's he written was, a, he's written a script. For he it, was so like, oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. He was like, he was like, I made Argo. I made the town. I made Goodwill Hunting. I'm an Oscar winning director. I want to make a Batman movie and be Batman. Can I do it? They were like. Mm, we already have Zack Snyder making this movie. You got to be in it. And he was like, oh, do I really have to? And they were like, yeah, you really do. And he was like, all right, I get full creative control on this. I get this and this and this, and you pay me fucking $50 million, and I guess I'll do it. And I'm going to, in the bat suit, give Zack, Zack Snyder direction while you're filming the movie. And they were like, all right, that's cool. And that's why he's in this movie. Look, he's awesome in this movie. He I rules think... in this movie. I just wish he weren't branding motherfuckers. Look, top to bottom, I, I can't... Aside from a couple of performances, I, I can't blame the cast for anything. Oh, I do not blame the cast in any like, way. It is a stellarly cast film. And it's like, except shame. for Jesse Eisenberg, in my opinion. I disagree with that. We'll, okay. get, we'll get to him when he but shows then, up. Even but then, I still don't blame him. It's the way he It's the performance he was told to give. Yeah, he was. I mean, um, like, I mean, gosh, look, same, at, look at Eddie Redman and Jupiter Ascending. Like, I mean, I don't even blame him for that. It's because it's a mess of a movie and because he was written like that, you know? So... I don't think any less of Jesse Eisenberg. I don't think any less of him, but I don't think um, I don't think that with anybody's direction he would have been doable for him. I don't think he's the right guy for that role. To oh, me, I, the I agree, one but... the the weak point to me has always been Henry Cavill. Like even in Man of Steel, oh, yeah, I, I, I like was, him. I don't buy him. I, I just feel like he's he doesn't have much presence. Well, see here even less so because, like I said, in Man of Steel there were some interesting character moments in that in the beginning, and of course the score really helped in that, but. I love uh, the score in like, this, too. That's another thing I love. The music was great, I thought. Well, I mean, it's oh, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Like, I mean, it's not... It, 
I'm no, but rare. I mean, I was notice noticeably enjoying. Myself no, no, trust me. The of sound. the of the top three things I'm going to say about this film at the end, the score is one of them. Yeah, and I think that's and also, a little sad that it ranks as high as it does. Hans but Zimmer's last superhero movie he's composing just to have well, he gave it. It was oh. a triumphant yeah, ending. Yeah, Too bad yeah. the movie wasn't better. Yeah, yeah. Um, but boy, but was that music okay. good. So, er, well, so the movie opens with what I would actually argue at the time felt a little superfluous, but did. Now I disagree with the plot reasons why it was integral. But I do think that it was integral to have a scene of the Kints, of the Waynes dying. See, I would have, like, my thing is that the the movie turned me off pretty quickly because from the get-go, we understand that this is not really a character-based movie in any way. I And you can, like, you can still have a superhero blockbuster movie that's very character-based. Like, look at Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. I mean, for like, I mean, and the problem here is that you start off with this introduction to one of the core characters but even then it's not really his movie anyway like it's a bunch of people trying to share this movie and getting crammed all together so that introduction would have worked better if that were a solo batman movie um featuring an aged batman um you know because originally you know they were beefing up the dark knight returns as the prime source material for this the only thing this has in common with the dark knight returns is the Batman and Superman fight. And even then, in the book, they fight for ideological reasons. Like, Batman has come out of retirement and is much darker and is being brutal in Gotham. Superman comes at the behest of the president to come and stop well, him. So They're yeah, fighting yeah, so on for... ideological factors. Here, the very premise of the movie falls apart because superman's motivations are garbage and plot driven i uh, yes but i think if anyone has a strong arc in this movie and i don't think it's maybe as well executed as it should be i think bruce wayne does have the best oh, he does, arc in because, the movie because, and that's why but, i like the opening because it sets up the murder which yeah. again i don't love seeing it again especially but it is not necessary. twice in the movie right, right, right. again that's the driving at home for the you know the uh, yeah. people you know the cheap seats as it were but I like that, and honestly, aside from some quibbles, because I think every scene has something wrong with it, but I like seeing the Battle of Metropolis from Bat from Bruce Wayne. I, I love that opening. Like, I, what I'm saying is that it from the beginning it looked like Zack Snyder wanted to make a solo Batman movie, that, and does. then he was told by the studio he had to sort of provide a sort of Man of Steel sequel. And a Justice League setup. Well, okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Those... We don't know that though. We don't, we don't know, know that. that so, no, because def... there's a lot to be said for uh, that. That this was Zack Snyder's responding. We don't know and that, and him feeling defensive. The whole movie feels kind of defensive. Right. We don't know that, but it is multiple movies jam packed. That yes, we know. And, but here's the thing about that though: the Batman aspect of uh, uh, being in this film. Like, I feel like you can't they try you can't tell that story he wants to tell that story and you can't tell that story exactly. and yeah, he needed yeah. to understand what kind of movie it was and realize that right. you like that it just got lost right, anything right. that was good about it I, I i wasn't able to follow right i right. think I but agree. look i think i i don't necessarily agree with that estimation i mean maybe he wanted to just make justice League or just make a batman movie maybe but i feel like you have just, to have batman be the predominant force in this movie that, and that's okay because they've uh, already set man right set right, superman right I'm just saying they were trying to do multiple things, and then at a point, pretty early on, I think, they're not sure what movie they're trying to do, because, like... I think that's fair, and I agree with that. I'm yeah. just saying, from the beginning, seems sure. a little harsh, sure. because I think those first two scenes... First two scenes are work. very good. I don't like that Bruce... And every scene, I'm going to bring up the thing, and a lot of scenes are just terrible out yeah. there, but, like, in that scene, the thing that doesn't work for me is that Bruce Wayne 
only loses all of his employees because the guy running Wayne Industries in Metropolis is an idiot. Yeah. Who has to be told to evacuate the building when there's a giant sky pillar destroying <laughs> the city. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those, you aren't evacuating the only anyway, reason, The only reason they did that was so that they had an excuse for that dude to talk. And for them to show you that there is a face to all this slaughter. I mean, that was the only reason for that. And it's very clumsily done. But that's why. If you just saw Wayne Enterprises crash... I also, or even just well, random screaming aftermath. people, it'd be like... Like, yeah. I like Scoot McNary's Wally. I, I feel like, you know, it... I, well, okay, later in the movie, maybe not as much, but I get what... He does what he needs to in that right, scene. Right. Yeah, that scene I liked. He, I didn't you even, can tell okay, he okay. likes Bruce Wayne. Right there, though, you're, what I'm... like, And I would say you agree with this, but you're saying he does what he needs to in that scene. That is the entire movie. Characters show up when they have to, not because they're character bait and it's a, they're integral to the story or anything like it's because they show up because they i don't, need I don't understand what you mean i'm saying that because the plot is so jumbled and so messed up there's no character development here all it is, well, is yeah, i think that, think about it think about it like to. this though think about it like this right you have a two and a half hour movie really three when the final version comes out right and you have here's this lens on this camera right and it can only capture one thing at a time right and it, and, 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 a, and a really adept filmmaker would would you'll still be looking at exactly what you need to be looking at at the exact right time, which is kind of an artificial fact about movies in a lot of times. But an artful filmmaker doesn't make it seem like that. It's not like oh, all of a sudden, it's flash to Superman because he's doing something important. Flash to Mister ba- Batman because he's doing something important, and show none of the in between stuff. Right, right. You know what I mean? An artful director will still have you be there, but they come in right and they come out right, and, it, and it's there's just... no good segueing in this movie. Yes, that's why that's the really beginning feels yeah, like yeah, a that's a good way to put it. That cuts between all of these scenes just randomly happening. But I would say, but, the... oh, well, go ahead. I'll... Well, well, that's what I'm gonna say. I do agree. I don't think there are arcs, and but again, that's why I'm saying at the beginning I'm on yeah, the yeah, yeah. side because okay, yeah, yeah, Scoot yeah, McNary's yeah, okay. wall. I keep saying Scoot because it's fun to say that name yeah, but, ahead, but wally whatever you want to right, call him right, right, scoot right. mcnary like it seems like there's an arc there there's mm-hmm. an arc to give these characters then what happens like seriously for the first until the explosion mm-hmm. i was thinking scoot mcnary could become doomsday like there's a care i'm not saying that would be much better but that's a character much like emil blonsky in the incredible hulk who has a legitimate reason for hating superman and would want to be part of a program okay. to take superman out okay. so it seemed like okay He's he's not a character from the comics, and you know yeah, yeah. that's a reimagining of Doomsday. But you know, f it, we're reimagining literally Everything. everyone in this yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it seemed like a through line, but then he just dies, and he doesn't yeah, really get to do anything and but be a prop. Exactly, he gets exactly. played basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so yeah, I'm on I'm on the movie side. I think we can all agree that that scene works best on yeah. a first viewing okay. and really is just a strongly done scene right. I like that when he gets the little girl out there the visuals of that looking down on them yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like here's the alien force here's him he's very grounded he's Earth's hero versus like I believe why I, I get why Batman hates Superman and that's the I'm thing. entirely on board with that Batman like, has an ideological uh, perspective and a reason right Superman does not like his reasons for fighting Batman were totally shoehorned in and totally well. Not not once they do once they do the murder verse though. Then it's I mean that's a that's a really shitty way to do it. But that I mean when you do that murder verse scene, he's talking about if I were Superman and I was the Superman that I think Zack Snyder maybe wanted to convey, who's Mm -hmm. a good guy. He may not have gotten that across, but you know what I mean. That that Superman would be like, dude, you just slaughtered all those people. I killed Zod and I feel horrible about it, dude. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like almost immediately, I think. Superman is the biggest, one of the, 
it's hard to say. Who wins biggest problem with this movie? Oh, but okay. Superman... I don't think the movie ever does enough to establish what Superman's role exactly. has become. Exactly. Because from the beginning, it's been 18 months. I think I think it's yeah, actually yeah, like yeah, 21 yeah. months because they like right. skip forward a few months after the first right, right, opening right. thing. But, but whatever. It's been a year and a half to two years. Right. And yet, they make it seem like Superman's never talked to anyone. That every... Like... It really feels like everyone just hates Superman right away. And they really, don't show enough of the flip side. There is some flip side they're trying is, to show. Because it makes it seem like he's been this golden boy. It's it's sort of like in Iron Man 2, right? Everyone loves Iron Man. And they really get across it for the sure. six months since the first Iron Man. Well, they show an amazing montage of cheers and fun and celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, the that. most they do for Superman is they kind of suggest that people like him by having... Like, a dropped line from Perry about end of love affair with man in the sky. <laughs> and they have the statue, but for the most part, especially when it opens with those hearings, it seems like everyone's hated Superman for a year from and a the half. Yeah, there, yeah, are, yeah, there are a couple yeah. scenes that, that didn't get enough play. I'm really going to be interested in that, and this is going to be a Oh, I hate myself. I'm going to see that director's cut the second oh, it comes out. I I'm can't, not watching I, I, I have a feeling <laughs> that I'm going to watch the shit out of it, and I have a feeling it's going to be, and this isn't going to be hard, better. I, and it isn't going to be hard to be better because I think a lot of the things that were were, were I think there's going to be some look, things. I would that love if that's thirty minutes of connective tissue, but I don't believe you it's really going think to be it's that. just going to be. I more think it's going to be another shit. action scene. I mean, it's going to be shoehorned Barbara yeah. Gordon scenes. Yeah, I mean, seriously, so it's she's like, in it. like how many characters could we possibly cram into this movie? I'm, oh, I'm curious. Don't get me wrong. I'm very curious to and see it, but I, bet I, I you don't would, have high I bet hopes. You, I bet you you'd hit pause on this podcast right now and start watching it if we could. And I know we're. I would on. like to. I would like to know there's a better version of this film, but while, it, that's not what we're talking about. So. While we're on the, and since we're kind of like just going through various points of the movie. No, we're not. Right. We're trying to cut on that point because we're going to go through the points, man. Okay. Well, can I go ahead and rant about the ending? For yeah. A okay. Why would you? The death of Superman. Why would you take one of the most iconic stories? from the history of the DC universe and throw it in in the last 15 minutes of an already yeah, see, overstuffed is, movie. Yeah. The point because we don't give a crap about Superman. Well that that's well that see that's what we're more talking about. But let's let's save that cuz I think I, I have a lot to say about that All too right, and you yeah. do too I'm sure yeah. the ending cuz that's a huge that thing. There. But it's a huge th- I mean that is the huge But it, but it points to how little development superman gets in this movie yeah. well and why we don't care if he dies See, I just it's not that i don't care if he dies it's that every moment of that 15 minutes of him being i will talk about it well, like, i don't want to you know what i mean the, yeah, yeah. the point early on is that we don't like there's no sense that superman likes what he's doing or wants to be a hero he yeah, seems yeah, so yeah. burdened by everything he does everything. in that early yeah, scene true. in how he talks to lois in like my big problem with the bathroom scene is it's needless like tna level of i didn't creep. see any tna I just saw a She needed to be in a dressed. bathtub for that scene. I it just it's the only scene in the entire movie where there's any warmth at all between them. Is there? Yes, to me. To that... me there is. To me, that scene looks like they're having some fun for the only twenty seconds of the and entire it's in, movie. It's in the dark though. It's like I don't mind that it scene. Doesn't... I like that scene. I'm not saying there shouldn't be moments of warmth. I'm saying she didn't need to be in a bathtub for that scene. No, she yeah. didn't, but Amy Amy Adams is one of the best things about that movie and, and she's really? fresh faced. Oh, I love her. The cast and is one of the best things about I that love movie. I love Amy, but I hate what they did with Lois Lane. She just like she seemed, was very damsel in distress. She oh, was too very, much. She was very, doing some but, of her own like, thing. Like Superman conveniently saves her at, at like at least three times a man. They were, and I feel like because because she's putting herself in crazy dangerous situations. Yeah, I know, but like for reasons that are never explained. What annoyed me is that because Superman didn't save anyone in Man of Steel, like I mean, other than through fighting Zod, like um, it was that. 
the moments where he does in this were totally thrown in there in response to the criticism Zack Snyder got from that, and that really annoyed me too. But Lois Lane just felt very damsel in distress, very showing up at convenient plot points, and then just kind of running around in the final battle. She also pretty much gets do. Superman killed through being yeah, like, yeah, she does like tossing that spear. She does. But look, like... my bigger problem with the bathroom scene is that it starts a trend of Superman not having an opinion that he wants to share with anybody. You're not wrong. Like that, he, before he gets yeah. in the tub, you're right. If it's Superman, too anno- it's annoying how how much he's like, "Oh, really? Is that what you think?" It's like it's if a, Superman oh, would call okay. a press conference or do an interview with Lois Lane or, you know, if he got a chance to talk well, to fun- anybody, he could maybe explain where he's coming from a or fundamental why he does problem. what he does. A fu- it, it, it really showcases a fundamental problem that underlies the whole concept of Superman as the enemy of the world. And, and, and that and that's, which really makes the whole premise of the entire movie flawed in a lot of ways in my mind. And that is that there is collateral damage in everything. And this is something that's going to yeah. be discussed in Civil War yep. at length. And I can't wait to see how they handle it. But there is collateral damage. And if there is a fucking humongous alien threat coming down that's going to destroy the entire world and just one little area gets wrecked, I'm sorry, that doesn't make Superman a monster. And it's just, just it let just him say doesn't. it. Let him have that opinion. Like, in the trailers for Civil War, we've gotten more of a sense of their mind spaces. We've heard Cap, you know, we've heard Steve say, I'm sorry, Tony, but if I see a situation going south, I can't ignore that. I, sometimes I wish I could. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's an ideology. That's good. That's why Cap fights. Mm-hmm. And we see, the, we hear the same thing from Iron Man. We don't get that from Superman, really, yeah, ever right. in he this movie. He never speaks up. He just does right. it, and it always seems, because it seems like such a burden to him, it almost seems like he'd rather fly off into space and build a clock I don't think it Mars. seems like that. I think that's kind of what they're saying, is that he just wants to go fucking hide. Yeah. At this point. He's like, I want to fucking... I, this sucks. And then you have that scene... There Wasn't that in this movie the scene about... Uh, you know, you don't owe them anything, or was that a Man of Steel? No, that no, was that in this was one. In this one yeah. you don't it was in both of them. Yeah, you don't owe them one. anything, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's just like, that's... And because Superman does so little talking on his own, it's almost like saying, here's what Superman's thinking right now. Or at least, like, what, right, what he might right, be thinking. Right, right, you know? But it's so muddled, it's hard to ever get a pin on where Superman's head is at. I'm okay. I don't hate him, Excuse though. Me. I, I, physically, he's the character. Well, sure, Visually, he fits a he visual look. But I just think, he, you know what, maybe Henry Cavill could fine. do better, he just isn't given a chance to do anything. He yeah. doesn't, no. I mean, I mean, really, like, he's barely in this one. In Man of Steel, he's at, like, that first half hour or whatever, we get some development, and then he's just fighting the rest of the movie. Like, we have not get, gotten him, given him, he's not been given an opportunity to really dive into Clark Kent's uh, character, into Superman's character, yeah. and to really show what Superman stands for, and that's what annoys me the most. And you know, I'm, you know, it's like, I don't know what's uh, getting a little to the ending, but just, just very, very briefly. I don't know what's coming out of that grave. I don't know if it's going to be a beacon of hope or some kind of alien, like, war. Who knows? I don't have a hope for Superman uh, that, that you, you, You're sort of using that as, as a way to make a point because, I mean, I think we all know Justice League is coming and it's going to be regular old Superman. You know what I mean? I, mean, I don't I think, think he's going to be in the first one much, but. Really? I think he comes no, in I at the end. Like, I, yeah, I would think it would more. Really? Probably. Yeah, really, I mean, he's I, not gonna. The Justice League is fucking Superman. I know, but <laughs> at the, I mean, look at how really much, you really dude, don't think he's gonna be dude. like the middle of the Trident on that fucking movie. I mean, look at how I mean it's gonna be in two parts. So like, look at okay. how much they've already like. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. I didn't realize that. I didn't remember the two parts. Yeah, it's gonna be two parts. I didn't remember the two parts. Fucking might, thing. And so he might come in at the as end I of the shake first my part. head with that like look of just, like despair. Yeah, but anyway, moving on a little bit. 
Uh, we get that first scene with Lois in the desert, which there's not much to comment on. I don't understand why people turn on Superman because of that. It does seem like Superman sure. well, wait, kills wasn't a war the bullet thing? Wasn't the bullet thing like Lex Luthor or somebody is framing him? Or what's going on with the bullet? What do we find out about the bullet? Nothing? The, okay, the, the warlord, like, somehow it was all part of Lex's plan to make Superman look bad by him sending mercenaries to slaughter the villagers after Superman took out the warlord. Okay, so, 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 so that is what the bullet told us eventually. Yes, and the twisted logic I've heard is he gave them experimental bullets so he could actively be discovered so that he could then pull off his whole plan. Lex convoluted. Luthor's plan makes no sense. No sense. No. Um, Unless it's going to be like all. retcon makes sense. But in right. this movie, in the confines of this movie, makes no fucking sense. But He's got no motivation. He both we, brings disaster and prevents disaster in all of his actions. Like, I, I forget which one of you mentioned earlier. Uh, the unnamed Jimmy Olsen gets shot in the face. Oh in which is horrendous. Yes. I've heard people say on various sites, like, what disrespect that shows. No, and but he, he was secretly a CIA agent. He's basically Grayson. No, okay. okay. I love Grayson. <laughs> no, no, no. You want to know... R.I.P. No. Grayson comic. And this is where Zack Snyder just really infuriates fans because his response to that when asked about it was he said that, well, we have so much going on, we don't really have time to incorporate a character like Jimmy Olsen so into this. So don't make that guy exactly. be Jimmy Olsen. And then kill him off like a big F you to every fan out there. Just know? don't have Jimmy I Olsen. I didn't know until I read later that that was Jimmy Olsen. Oh, I know. And you just don't even think yeah, about it Yeah, because they don't name him. Yeah. I actually thought it might be, and then he got shot in the face, and I was like, well, I guess that's not Jimmy Olsen, but yeah. oh, wait, it is Jimmy Olsen. Oh, you know, you yeah. forgot one critical fact. This film was written and directed by Jack Snyder. Yeah. You forgot that no, you're not And you know, again, yeah, I, I think it's the... by Chris Terrio and David Guire. He didn't co-write it? He was originally attached to the story, but he basically, I mean, a that lot means of this he co wrote it. Yeah, That's how did. that works in he Hollywood. Did. Yeah, I know. That's how did. that works. People have, like, there's so many fucking run throughs of scripts. Oh, I but, know. Um, you know, and again, I think that's where, fine. If you don't want to do that type of Jimmy Olsen, again, that's fine. Have Jimmy Olsen be a CIA agent. I'm okay with Like, even on Supergirl, James Olsen on Supergirl is not really like Jimmy Olsen, but he's still a good character, and I'm okay with that. But instead, they shoot him in the face, so that's, again, horrible thing wrong with that scene. I'm also not entirely sure that Superman didn't kill a warlord by, like, ramming him through three brick walls. But I guess Gosh, there's yeah. there's leeway there that he could have been, like, punching the walls as he went. But whatever. Um, from there, you get introduced to Senator Finch. And I actually think Holly Hunter Wait, does a good job with the What's the problem with killing the warlord? Why would that be a bad thing? Because Superman doesn't kill. Yeah. Or he's not supposed to. Not he supposed. was torn up over Zod. So if he is killing right. people, it really well, defeats one thing, the argument. One thing, here's something we missed out. And I, before you get to the to the Holly Hunter of it all. Um, before you get to that, peach tea and whatnot and whatnot, what about, and I hated this, what the fuck is up with Bruce Wayne branding people? I hate that worse yeah, that than him was, killing yeah, people. Yeah. I mean, I, I, fundamentally, yeah, I think killing people is worse than branding them like in the real world. But in the sense of this film, the branding was so out of place. Yeah, like I you can really... ac- Here's why: you could accidentally kill people. You could kill people and like, oh man, I didn't mean to do that. I got out of control. But you don't brand somebody with a fucking bat brand that you brought and heated. Custom made. Right. And then stamp that motherfucker. That's premeditation. That's just plain evil. And they make and it clear cruelty. that that guy's going to get murdered in jail because he's... I, he's I, been I think, marked with the bat. It's yeah. so fucked. Why It's that? so not Batman. And they're like, ooh, yeah. we got to find a really quick way to make sure you know that he's gotten cruel. Right, and right. fucking Jerry I Harris is going to say it. I, and it's I, just so bad. I get what... I don't agree with it, but I get that they're going for he's only... I think what they're trying to say is he only is branding like the worst of the worst because the first one's a pedophile. The second one's a sex trafficker. They did not make that clear. I... I uh, 
there's enough there. I mean, again, I don't agree with it. I think, yeah, he's obviously getting people murdered in prison. Like, just Even if he wasn't getting them murdered, branding somebody is unnecessary. Everything about Batman is he does just what's necessary. In the comics, in his character, he does all that's necessary and nothing more. The that's big, Batman. Here's, here's, the, only... the defense I've seen so much that I hate is that it's like, no, it's like 1930s Batman. And I'm like... Yeah, and I'm like, what in the world? Like, they're trying to... Okay, yeah, off, 1930s like... Batman killed a dude in his first issue. Right, right. And Batman has occasionally killed over the decades. Right. And yes, he's killed in every single movie, but there's a difference in this one. It's so much more brutal. It's, it's so much more, more malignant. It's more brutal, and it's more, like, habitual, because he does, I mean, at times he almost lo- it resonates more with, like, a Punisher or John McClane type character. Yeah, Punisher in a bat suit. And yeah. this is this is actually an, an argument I'd heard um, recently that I think factors into the bigger DC sure, movie sure. universe, but... Um, the whole point of the Joker is he's like trying to push Batman beyond his limits. Right, so right, what's right. the point of a Joker with a Batman that's already murdering? And why wouldn't Batman have just murdered the Joker at yeah. this point? Yeah, like that's yeah. That, that that's getting more towards the bigger question of why Batman murdering is kind of a bad right, story. Right. Point. Well, second of all, if you're already there, like the reason that that comic, uh, The Dark Knight Returns, like that was like a comic written to be like, okay, here is a Elseworld tale exactly. about about. What would be like if Batman had been embittered after 30 or 40 years and he's an embittered old man, he's a little broken down, but mm-hmm. he's still Batman? What would that look like? That's that story. Exactly. This is the start of a whole new universe, universe. and that's the Batman we start I know. with? I know. I know. Like, that's a problem. Where it are you going to go? It is. He's grizzled in me and, oh, he's going to get a little less cruel. Great. What is that's not what development. That he stops branding people at the end. That's not development. <laughs> no, um, and they're both. And I heard someone else say they're both slugging alcohol the entire movie and shit. Him and Jeremy Irons. Yeah. I like, yeah, uh, functioning alcoholic Alfred. No yeah. thanks. I like to call it. I don't um, like that. Anyway, uh, Jeremy like, Irons is so talented, man. There's so I like him as Alfred. I love, oh, I love him as Alfred. 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 He's just not good enough. Oh, I know. And there's so much talent in this movie. It's wasted because I, again, I don't know. It could have been so much better. Dying oh, yeah. for that solo movie with the two of them, though. Oh yeah. No, I love him as Alfred. And I love Ben Affleck as, as Batman. Just not in this movie. But uh, so we get to those Senate scenes, um, and my big problem with this scene, actually, I think that Holly Hunter does get the best, most clearly defined role in the film. Like Pretty I get much. where she's I coming mean, she, from. Yeah, she 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 questions bat or she questions Superman, Superman but yeah, she doesn't yeah. want to kill him. Right, she just wants there to be checks and balances, and I think that's a yeah, fair. She's real, she's real about it. You're I honest, think that's because Superman won't just oh, answer absolutely. some questions. And the most the place where that's most oh wow you got effigy that's cool the place <laughs> the place where that is most made is like not even just in her words but in her actions when she says no I will not give you this big piece of kryptonite to make a weapon right, I won't right. give it to you that I mean fuck what she even says like she that her standpoint's made very clear yeah, yeah. um my problem with those introductory scenes is that the uh, African villager they trotted says some of the worst lines of dialogue with there the, was a lot of worst because she dialogue. says uh, <laughs> you know she's saying we need to get Superman needs to have some oversight and the villager's like he will never answer to you. I think he he will not even answer. I think to God, and it's like, I'm so I hate. That was terrible. I hate the Christ symbology yeah. that they're like foisting on Superman. Oh, in these movies. And, anyway, and gonna, we, we got plenty of that. I'm gonna go off on that. But, uh, but well, very soon after that senatorial scene, she goes to LexCorp, right? And we are introduced to Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor and I. I'm on his side in the beginning. I like what Eisenberg was doing. I I liked at the very beginning, I was like, hmm, okay. I I, I see what they're going for with this. And it didn't take... Evil Mark Zuckerberg. 
evil Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, that is what they're going for. The problem is that it just doesn't work. And when you try to, and the words they put in his mouth aren't right. They try to do evil Mark Zuckerberg, but still make him talk like Lex Luthor in a different movie. You know what I mean? And when you give him words, like when I, and I always, and I know you liked it when we saw no, the preview, no, but like the red coats are the red. Uh, I didn't like it in the preview. The red I was like, maybe it'll work in context. Yeah, but the red capes it are coming. Matter. The red capes are not. coming really blue in context but even worse it just sounds frail coming out of his mouth he doesn't have any eminence because they gave him the wrong words to say yes. his the way you write a jesse eisenberg role is completely different than the way you'd write that role performed by kevin spacey right. or some huge grizzled long-standing actor yes. with like like I, a ben kingsley or something this is this is the one place i gotta disagree because i like what Eisenberg does in his introduction, in the scene in the lab, no, man, in no. the scene at the mansion. I hate it. I, it is a very different take, but I think it works. I think they sound like lines his character would say. Like, I like when he's talking no. about his father and the marching to, you know, dictators. I hate it. That's yeah, fine. I, I just, that, now, I completely and the, turn and on devils him. don't come from the sky. They come yeah, from like, oh the ground. They come from the sky. That just, is the worst. And the way he says it, with the big, long He just pause. sounds so dumb and messed up. And, like, Look, that, he sounds is, so lightweight yes, to me, too. Yes. He's flimsy. It's like flimsy, a, you can blow him over with a yeah. little, like, like, feather in the breeze. Right, right, right. I'm not... Again, I just enjoyed it well enough at the start because it really seems like he's having fun, which no one else in the movie really does seem like they're having fun. Yeah, and he's um, evil and twisted. Uh, uh, end, pretty much by the point that he... Like, really, after the Senate explosion, I think there's just... What it lacks is any kind of through line where the character stays the same. Yes. I think he starts to very wildly after those opening scenes, like, with his kind of weird stutter speech at his, you know, event. And then after, Did after the explosion... Did they tell us what that was? Is he sick? Is that what that I, is? I, I think know. he's just manic. And then after that, he's just a gibbering, insane person for the rest of the movie, and it really doesn't work after that. But I, I enjoyed his performance. Like, I, I would have liked more of that. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's one of the very, very few positives, and I can't even give it fully because it falls apart by about the hour mark. Yeah. Um, I just think, I can think of 10 or 15 people that could play that role better. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see Mark, I mean, uh, to, to see Jesse Eisenberg in even this movie but like as like a Jimmy Olsen maybe a different type of to be a different character. Completely. Look, I'm not. But like I like him. I think no, he's a good actor. That was originally the plan. He was he auditioned for Jimmy Olsen, and then oh my god, Zach I just Snyder, guessed that. Zack Snyder like wanted, said no, let's make him Lex Luthor. I I I I. I Zack Snyder fucked up. I know he did. <laughs> He fucked I up. I, I mean, he just... Jesse Eisenberg is really talented when he plays certain roles. Yeah. I haven't seen... Now, 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 I love the guy. I've even met him and interviewed him. But I, what I don't think that I've seen yet from Jesse Eisenberg is a ton of range. He may grow as an actor and uh -huh. have a lot of range and be able to you know, be a Christian Bale one day. Right, right. now, I haven't seen it yet. He may have it. Sure, I haven't sure. seen it. Sure. But it certainly, I just think he was mis a mispick for right, this. Right. I, I, I think, think he role... was right for the role they wrote. I just don't think they wrote it well. Like, this is not a Kevin Spacey Lex Luthor. It's not a Gene Hackman Lex Luthor. It's a young mo millennial billionaire Lex Luthor. And I mean, yeah, however much you disagree with that choice, you, I just think the I'm performance not, falls apart. I'm not really against a millennial billionaire, like an updated Lex Luthor. It's just the dialogue was so bad. The, the motivations were the unclear. Way he talks, when you talk about that, the millennial billionaire thing, yeah. the way he talked about his dad a lot... And the things he was saying about his dad, he didn't seem to me like the son of that grizzled father. Right. Like, he didn't seem like that. It just, I just didn't believe that. No, yeah. a lot of his, his motivation was very kind of petty. And I mean, you know, not that him getting beat as a kid was a, you know, that's a horrible thing. But, right. But I don't know. I'm just saying, and I'm not even saying this is my ideal Lex Luthor. I, I'll take, 
you know, Hackman or Spacey. Brian Heck, Brian. I'm enjoying Michael Rosenbaum on uh, oh, yeah. Smallville oh, yeah. a lot right now. No, I he's think really he's good at it. it. He's really good at it. And he actually, it's funny you bring him up, because he actually does a good job at being the more that type of character. I think, like, yeah. He, yeah, like, they, I mean, they start out more as friends, you know, kind of, and, like, I mean, they build that... Like it's a very, it's a different take on it, and it still works. No, but I mean, if you'd put him in this role, I would have yes, been happier. Yes, like, I just yeah, think yeah. he's a little more. Like, I understand that you can't put Spacey in the role as they wrote it, but I also think that maybe someone like Rosenbaum is that his name? Yeah, would have sure. been would have been better. I, I he's just a little bigger and a little more eminent, and a, I don't know. I almost think that like Jesse Eisenberg is good for Baxter Stockman in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> but not really Lex Luthor. But that's just me. And I was I hoping know. he would be better than I thought. But. Look, yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not fully defending him. I just liked him all right at the beginning. Again, mm-hmm. I've turned on, I turned on this movie pretty hard once I turned on it. And even in the beginning, I wasn't loving it. Right. I was finding, you know, I was grasping. And I, I, I did enjoy Eisenberg well enough. Um, but moving past him, uh, what, where, where's a good place to go from here? We've got a lot of Clark Kent stuff. Um, what Clark Kent stuff? And did you hate it? <laughs> where, where was Clark Kent? And he, there was like one scene. Of the he had a cubicle. Planet. He had a cubicle, yeah. Like Apples got, don't cost a nickel. We got less than oh. five minutes to the Daily Planet. I mean, like, oh yeah, and then there was, and I've heard this criticized. Uh, 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 Clark Kent like railing on the guy who runs Daily Planet, telling him like he doesn't understand what Daily Planet's all about. Yeah, I um, didn't bother me thing. that much, but the really shoehorned stuff to try to resemble a Man of Steel sequel was really dumb because we get like little, little, little snippets of his life now and but like look Fishburne has no role in this movie oh gosh he was like I wish he did I I wish he did too but like he hasn't had anything to do in two movies and it's been really and he's so talented as I mean just take a look at Hannibal and a million other roles oh he's but I mean he's fucking brilliant I mean he's Perry White and and like Perry White has barely been in either of these movies yeah um I'm trying to think. Yeah, a lot of it is just talking about the characters none of whom really work but we do early on get introduced to uh, Diana Prince, who is obviously Wonder Woman, but they don't make a point of it really until later in the film. Even though you know, she's obviously also Wonder Why does she have the accent she has? She's well, so Amazonian. I mean, there's like a. I mean, well, yeah, she's I Amazonian. No, I don't mean. So I don't she, mean her real life accent. People do whatever accent is supposed to be done in the movie. Is that just her real accent, and they just used it? Is that what it is? I, I would think. Know. I mean, she's supposed to be from you know greek yeah. setting so i mean i honestly yes i'm traditionally used to them sure just having an american accent but it makes sense that she would have oh yeah, yeah i don't mind that okay. no that's i was just wondering sure, sure, sure. that was a quite curious one yeah but she has an accent i mean I, I she's in the fast and the furious movies um and i believe that's the same type of accent she has there as okay. well um, um i thought she was perfect casting but i did not pay to watch a movie where she and batman email each other um, they do a little corporate espionage. Like, like what? And like, I, like, I, I, there's just so many that Bella, she was barely in it. I mean, I know this was a like. I thought she be, was in it more than I was expecting, honestly. More, but like, this was still because of her presence. It was such a giant ad for Justice League, and no, it was uh, an ad for Wonder Woman. Next and it was year. an ad for Wonder Woman, and too, it was a which, great one. And it, well, I'm definitely gonna see Wonder Woman. Like, I don't know about Justice League because Snyder's directing that. Like, I'm more. I can't. Are they still gonna let him? That's to be determined. I mean, it's it's supposed to start filming, like, in a week. Unless they magically... They'd have to push the schedule back. They'd have to... They'd have to... They'd have to dismantle it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, at this point, if it's been it's been in pre production for at least a year and a half, right? I mean, do, do we you... know who's written it or? Uh, uh, Terry sure. Owen, not not Goyer, someone else. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, oh, Goyer. okay. Well, that's promising. Oh, if if Goyer's as bad as you say, I'm looking this up. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, I he 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 claims to have had a, a very substantial role in the Dark Knight movies, 
Uh, you know, so My, I'm giving you him know there. Nolan like he I'm gave final draft to everything. I heard interviews, dude. Goyer is fucking very respected in the game, and 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 Nolan, you know, I don't know. Anyway, but I also like Da Vinci's Demons, which he had a big part in writing. So I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if he can win you over in the long run, Jordan. It's been like a decade and a half. <laughs> hey, dude, he's got full <laughs> sleeves, man. He's a badass. Anyway, just uh, as Chris Terrio listed on IMDb right now. Okay, but... then he might be. Yeah. Uh, so from there. Uh, really, again, not a lot happens in the first half of this movie. I mean, things are set up well, pretty see, poorly, to, but... To, to me, uh, a little bit before the scene where the Senate blows up, all the way up until... That's really where things go. Hold on. Up I... until Batman shows up and Superman and they face off. Right before that face off and right before that Senate scene, that middle chunk... I, I, I almost fell asleep. And I do fall asleep. Oh, gosh, I was so bored. But that was the most boring chunk of that movie. It was like 40 minutes, and it was so well, long and so boring. There's two big things to talk about here, one of which is the Batmobile chase, um, which I think has a lot of problems in it. Uh, the first... See, the, my thing, like, it's really hard for me to delve into the analysis in the action scenes, because by then, I was so bored out of my mind. I didn't even care about, like, people were talking, oh, my gosh, the world's it was so cool. I don't really... Uh, pretty cool. It was pretty cool, but, like, the thing is... By that point, I cared so little. I didn't wasn't even paying that but much attention I, no, to but watch the that, action scenes. At that point, though, you just have to. Well, maybe this is just me, but I you just have to say like, I, I, by the way, I saw it in three D. Completely. Oh un- gosh, Completely I'm unimpressive. Sorry. No, I like three D. Only one scene was shot. In but like, completely yeah, I, unimpressive. Yeah, that it would have been as enough. To no, one shot was was shot in was was initially shot in three D, but they they they. The after effect, the whole thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Only yeah. one shot was shot in yeah. 3D. Yeah, but a lot of movies do that. Yeah, I mean, crappy yeah. 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's stuck on at the end. But anyway, I went. People I went with one to see it in 3D, and I was like, that's cool. I never get to do that. So we went. And uh, and so, like, I had that sort of added thing of getting to see, it, you know, like, these action scenes in 3D, and it was a little bit that way, I guess. But, but I mean, I, I was there, and I was like, okay, cool. We have an action scene. At least, like... This action scene, you could pretend you're watching any movie once the action scene starts. You <laughs> could can, be watching The Dark Knight at that point. Can you though? Because I mean, this is most, where I for think the most part. this is where the bigger problems with Batman's character come in. Because look, I again, I, I hate to have to keep saying it, but it always feels like the defense people throw at pe- anyone who's a comic fan is like, "Oh, you're just mad because the character isn't like he is in the comic." Oh my gosh, I hate and that. Yes. I don't, don't make like a this Batman movie if you're going to make Batman whose whole thing is going all the way up until killing except in very rare situations don't make a Batman movie if you don't want him to be that way. Yeah. But look, it's, it's like there's that. so many times when people buy scripts and they make a movie that's nothing like the fucking script. It's like why why not I mean by the rights and then they make a movie that's nothing like the, the this except for the name. Why did you do that? Why didn't you make your own movie? Look, I'm, I'm okay with it. Again, Batman has killed in pretty much every screen version except for Batman and Robin. It's pretty hard to realize that character in a non-cartoon world and have him not be very violent in some ways. I understand And that. in a lot of ways, he's done it kind of crappy before. I mean, Keaton's Batman put a bomb down a dude's pants and walked away. So, I, But that was more yeah. played for laughs. And again, the problem with this movie <laughs> is yeah. just that he's so brutal to the point of being needlessly murdering yeah. people. And like he, it, well, it totally contradicts the whole day versus night thing because, okay, yeah, there's Batman definitely night, but it's like Superman is not the epitome of day and light. Well, the I mean, whole movie's just so dark, you wouldn't know. Yeah, they're both. No, he's Jesus. You gotta be. remember because he floats above people's houses while they're flooding or he gets nah, touched dude, nah, dude. by De- day of the dead Demons people. Don't come from below. Oh, they come yeah. from the sky oh, above. above. Oh, it's so bad. But, it's so bad. So heavy handed. But the thing about the, like, he is straight up, he's got miniguns. He's firing and he blows up, like, he he shreds a car with machine gun fire and then, like, rams through it and commits two cap... Like, 
I've heard people in podcasts being like, well, if you're going to make the argument that he killed those guys, you have to make it for every other time he's, like, run cars off the road. But it's like, there's a difference between, like, the Dark Knight cars where he, like, flips people on the, during the big motorcycle chase you just in don't that movie. See it. Yeah, but there's... He, look, nine times out of ten, a flip car is a death. Sure, but there's believability. You can There is a suspension of disbelief that is okay with a car flipping over a couple of times. And here, where he literally, you know, opens fire with miniguns on a car that really is doing no damage to him, shreds it, and then rams through it. Like, I mean, he kills those people. It doesn't he bother kills... me. I hear you, but it just... Uh... It doesn't bother you that he's a murderer? I mean, that's fine. I mean, just... that he's a murderer? I mean... Like, those murders are completely are unjustified. People? That they is capital murder. Yeah, Who are is. those people? Those are the well, goons. They're the goons that are like they're the Russians. Like the, the, they're smuggling the kryptonite into the right. country. Why is that not justified? I mean, because he's well. First of all, um, are they not they're coming not, after him? He's in the process of committing a crime by you know it's a felony level thing stealing it because right. it's technically Lex Luthor's right. like, cars. And beyond that, there is zero reason he had to murder those people. I mean, okay. he, he was in no he's danger. He, he rams through them. them down without effort. Like, well, that's the thing that it should have been. Like, I think he should have gone after them, maybe. But like, there's yeah. no need to kill them. That's the point of the Batman. Right. Character. Then there's the one. If car... it was the Punisher, though, would you have been pissed that he killed them? No, because no, that's because the Punisher. Punisher. Yes. Okay, but but when you're talking about capital murder, it sounds like you're taking morality into it. Yeah, the Punisher is completely a Batman and Punisher should be right. separate. Batman, entities. the whole point is that he's gone cruel, but he's gone psychotic. Yeah. I mean, there's one car he rams off the road and then shoots a grappling and hook into it. And this is the Batman like, we want. You know what the problem is? You know what the problem is that I have with all of this? When I watch these movies, I'm so desensitized at this point. And I'm like the most sensitive person in the world in real life. I think you can attest to that. Like when it comes to like, you know, like if I see an animal getting injured, like that tortures me. Uh-huh. So it's not that I'm desensitized in life. But when I see these movies, I'm just like... Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, that dude yeah. just got, woo! You know what I mean? Like, ah! He's I, just I mean, so just... needlessly bloody, both in this fight and skipping ahead. He, like, breaks some necks in that last fight, and he definitely kills one dude by throwing him into a grenade and then kills the other dude by blowing up his fire tank. And those are at least... I can't believe people are going into this movie, though, and being like, look at this. Wait, was that a kill? Wait, let's see. Yeah, oh, let's see, yeah. I mean, why Who are that... you supposed to relate to in this movie, then? That's the question, because Batman is pretty much put as the protagonist, yeah. but he's completely unlikable. These are the I things that blew work it. to I can't they blew to it. anyone. They That's... blew it. That's more why I'm Adams, bringing this up. Amy Adams. Uh, she's boring, though. Like, I like her. Like, I like her in it. I think she's fresh. She also faced. does the dumbest thing in the whole movie. Yeah, she does. Well, she thinks she's protecting her man. So we get. That's what she thinks she's doing at that point. She's like, I'm protecting my man. But look, if you're okay, again, I'm okay with him murdering. I just think it makes him a psychotic, the it's level to which he's taking the no, Same with the branding. Character. It's a different character. No, I hate the branding. It's, no, I, I, beyond, I dislike both things. I just, I just feel like. I guess I just didn't notice it as much because I'm just used to that kind of thing happening in these movies. But you're right. When you have Batman, there's a distinction that's made. This is because it is. It's Batman's whole character. If you had to say like two or three things about Batman, his parents were murdered. He's he had scared by bats when he was young, and he uses his wits and his brains to take out criminals uh, in, in kind of a, a, a brutal but never deadly way. Those are the three quintessential things about Batman. So is it t- that people are like, oh, you don't have to be slavishly, you know, real to the comics. It's a different interpretation. Yeah, but the, there's three fundamentals about Batman. It goes to a and level. it goes against one of the fundamentals. But I'm beyond with you that, on that. Beyond that. I, yes, it is a different interpretation. But that's not why it bothers me. It bothers me because it makes Batman completely unlikable in this film. It's impossible to relate to him because he's so psychotically over the top in what he's doing. And that makes for a bad character if there's no one you can I think, relate to. I think what they were trying... Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think if, if you take all that into context, I'm rethinking somewhat now, too, because I only just saw it. Uh, and, and so when you... 
when you t- when you put it that way, it's true. I think maybe what they were going for, and again, I'm not trying to make a convoluted excuse, but it seems like maybe what they were going for, and and maybe one of the worst scenes in the whole movie is is, is the, the 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 five second thing scene that makes him change his mind about Superman. But oh, gosh, but yes. but hold, we'll get to that. But but you know, I think like it's almost like he's in this frenzy. He's all riled up, and he's doing these fucked up things that are so unlike Batman. And then in that, and he's almost gonna kill Superman. It's really fucked up, and he's in this what you said, like this crazy frenzy and and it's psychotic. And then he snaps out of it. Like I think that's what they were going for. I'm not saying it works. It doesn't. But I think that's what they were going. For. Yeah. Um. This scene, of course, all ends when Superman lands and just like smacks or gets the the Batmobile smacked aside. He threatens Batman, even though Batman was at least. He was in the middle of something, and Superman doesn't seem to care that there were wild gunmen with rocket launchers going off yeah, down yeah, the street. Yeah, that yeah, seems yeah, like a yeah. Superman sort of thing to stop. But instead, he just gives Batman this talking to. Yep. Batman has the line of, do you bleed? You will. You which will. is his big, you know, from the, the trailer. Well, I saw the whole movie, and I didn't see Superman bleed. I saw Superman die. No, he cut his face. He cut his face with, he was like, Oh, right. Face. The best joke I heard in response to that, this was way back when, when the first trailer came out, and they just said the, do you bleed, you Oh, that's line. the you well, will. Oh, my no, God, no, that's dumb. No, 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 So, my friend was like, do you brood, you will. Said <laughs> Zack Snyder to every actor ever. You know, like, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. But, uh, the other big scene that happens at this weird, before the explosion point in the movie, is the nightmare. Um... Do we have to talk about when it? I saw the we nightmare? Just say it's the dumbest sequence. When I saw the nightmare, I was like, "What? What am I watching?" <laughs> I knew it was I thought a I was dream. seeing a like, different movie. No, no I, yeah. I knew it was a dream too. Yeah, yeah. But is I was like, though? "Is this a different movie?" And then I thought, and then I thought, "What is all this supernatural shit going on? This is like a gritty, down to earth movie, basically." What mm-hmm. is that? What the? Are those flying things? Yeah. What is going on here? Dream or no dream? Where would Batman even come up with those creatures? Because like, he's having weird dark side premonitions, and that's another thing. Why is why Batman is a Batman psychic? having premonitions? Right. But there's a weird just feel to the scene beyond that. Uh, you know, it might work as like a post credit. It's scene yellow type of tinted thing. too. It's weird. It. What's weird about it is that it plays not like it. It, it's almost too detailed to just be a dream because you have yes. Superman saying stuff like, you took her from me, she was my world. And it makes it seem like an actual premonition of something that might come up. And when you have parademons, when you have dark side symbol burned into the earth, it's it seems like something we will see. of that is not a dream. It's a vision and it's a premonition, like you just said. Like former... That is not a dream. It's a specificity. Dreams are murky. They're blurry. They're, they're nonspecific. They're never like that. Yeah. Like former co-host uh, Tim McNeil, I, I, I talking to him about the movie, he's like, maybe this is a premonition. Maybe Darkseid will be reimagined as like a force that possesses Superman's body, and because it's like it feels like there's, it feels like they're setting something that's up that's not a bad concept. Never gonna come to fruition. No, think about that. Mate, what if like Darkseid is gonna take over Superman's body, and it'll be Batman, Batman and the Justice League v Superman oh, for the first part of the Justice League? Oh God! Uh, what was, if that would be terrible? Uh, this scene. It is completely unnecessary. It does nothing for the movie. I mean, it's it's excuse me, it's sentiments we already know Batman was having. He doesn't trust Superman. Right, He's had right, other dreams. It. Um, it has parademons in it for no reason other than to be like, hey, Justice League's coming out next year. And then on top of that, he wakes up into another dream of the Flash time traveling back. Yeah, to what talk in the world? Like, I didn't even know that was the Flash when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, I only knew because I, it was Ezra I read Miller. About it after, yeah. And I was like, is that the Flash? Because he was wearing weird armor. Um, but he gives this whole speech of, like, Lois being the key and him always being right about him and saying he came too soon, and it's just another weird sort of, I guess this will make sense when we see Justice League in a year. 
and a half. Um, I just hope it's better. But then he wakes up out of that, so it's like, was that a dream? Does time travel make it seem like a dream? It was just a weird little scene right there. Um, but then finally Superman agrees to go to the Senate and talk to the people and finally do what he should have done a year and a half ago and just said words at humanity. Um, and upon arriving, uh, he goes in and the senator starts to talk and uh, she notices a jar and earlier in the movie, uh, during the scene where she tells Lex Luthor she's not going to let him bring the kryptonite in, he tries to start talking and she's like, you can you can uh, piss in a jar and call it Granny's Peach Tea. I'm not drinking it. And so on the t- on her desk, as she's talking, she stutters and notices a jar that says Granny's Peach Tea on it. Assuming yeah, I know. I know. That, that leads to the thought that Lex Luthor pissed in a jar and put it on her desk in the Senate. Right before Scoot McNary's wheelchair blows like, up and like kills everybody. drink this bitch kind yeah. of concept. Uh, Lex has, of course, bounced yeah. out. Getting Mercy Graves killed, which, you know, she was barely a character in this movie. Yeah, she, like, I mean... I but she even, was a classic That was another one series. that, like, why even have her in it? Because, like, she appears, that's it. Yeah, she just sort of walked around. She, she told Bruce Wayne where the bathroom was. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, I, I, I remember that. Oh, that makes... That yeah, changes yeah. everything. Right, right, right. So the explosion happens, and, again, Superman just sort of flies off. He doesn't make a comment. He doesn't say anything. He's just like, oh, man, those people died. I guess because of me. Does he, like, help people then? or? I don't in know. In the aftermath? Or? No, everyone else is fine. Um, and so all those people are dead. Bruce Wayne's finally like, enough is enough. He starts making the... Cri- no, he, he breaks into Lex Luthor's uh, business center to steal the kryptonite. Um, I love the comically large tracking device that he put on one of the uh, thugs on the van that got away. But then we don't see it. Like honestly, this is this is the sort of stuff I'm expecting in an extended cut. Is a scene of Batman like invading LexCorp. Yeah, yeah. That's the sort of stuff I'm expecting, not legitimate. Oh, I'm not tissue. expecting any kind of like connective thread. You know, I'm um, praying, yeah. man. I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, but you guys are watching. I'm not. <laughs> that's cool. You yeah, didn't yeah. see Fantastic Four either, and that surprises yeah. me. I mean, you know. Just oh, I knew it, it was going to be that. Did you no. see Fantastic Four again with okay. you? Sort of. Yeah. Didn't I see it with you? No, no, I, didn't. I was in Charlotte. Oh, I saw it anyway, myself. Yeah. Um. So. The the Senate explosion happens. Batman's fine. Like, enough is enough. He gets the kryptonite. And then you have this badass montage. And Batman's going to do pull-ups with weights chained to his legs. Oh, he's going to use a sledgehammer that. to beat a big rubber wheel. He's going to be all badass. Um, so Isn't there one like he's doing, like, sit-ups or, or like, pull-ups with, like, a big, like, 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 um metal ball with like spikes coming out of it like between his legs or did I imagine that maybe I've blocked <laughs> I think a lot some of level of that might have happened okay. but it's that sort of like I'm gonna do workouts that would look good on a metal album cover yeah and then he's like I'm ready to go kill Superman and so he goes and he puts on his big fancy suit of armor and he he flips the light on the on the bat signal which Gotham City right across the bay from Metropolis which see, it's like such a ridiculous like yeah. shorthand way to be like, all right, we need them to be close to each other type right, of thing. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but anyway, Superman is just like well, they do go back and forth between them in that last like hour of that movie like sixteen times. Yeah, people bounce from one. Oh gosh, like, yes. time to go back to back to uh, to to uh, Gotham. Gotham. Oh I wait, we got to go back to Metropolis. That oh, was wait. the whole movie for me. Like it was they were just they like, were driving. Well, it's Batman, Batman v Superman, so yeah. they gotta like you know buzz around. Dude, they should buy yeah, a Fiat yeah. and like yeah, buzz yeah. from place to place. <laughs> Um, but we get a lot of scenes leading up to this where Superman or Lex has Lois Lane kidnapped and thrown off a building because Superman's wildly 
fluctuate. Oh no, we also get the great scene of him talking to oh, no. terrible Paul Kent. Oh, that was horrible. Uh, where I've I've heard so many interpretations of this message, and it's just it seems like it was, a wildly ridiculous. Well, first message. of all, that story he tells is so. I, this is one. This is maybe one of my least favorite parts of the whole movie. It was so on the nose, so unlikely that Pa Kent would have a parable that similar to what Superman's going through. That on the nose, that lame, that heavy-handed, just ready to go. And that it had already happened, or was that like something that they were seeing now in a premonition? I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. It was terrible. So I've seen the They probably the most, paid Kevin Costner 100 k for that terrible scene. The most positive interpretation I've seen is that Pa Kent is telling him, Sometimes you have to do what seems heroic in the moment and that there's going to be fallout, but you can't predict it. You can't live your life in fear of that. It's like the most positive. To me, it just seems like Paw Kent is saying, you're, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you That's don't. That's what I right, think he's right. saying. That's yeah. what I, I think he's saying. Like, I shit's did, gonna happen. I did this thing and I had the best intentions and all anybody did was complain and say, you fucked up. You can't be a hero, Clark, is what it sounds like. Even if you Pretty are much. a hero, people are gonna die. And maybe... And they're gonna that's hate not, you. Like, even if you want to interpret it that way, that is not the most inspirational way to get that message across. I mean, it's I just it's not. fucking lame. Um, but anyway, you get Batman, he throws a signal, Lois Lane gets thrown off a building, uh, Superman hears her, even though he, for some reason, can't figure out where his mother is, in, even though she's clearly within the city limits, oh, but whatever. Gosh, yeah, yeah. He saves her, he goes to take in Lex, and Lex, you know, shows him the photos, threatens to burn her to death. is that, like, the only scene we get between Superman and Lex the entire... Well, I mean, like, at the diner, or the ball, or whatever, but, like... We also they get don't the really scene when he shows up, and he's like, you're Doomsday. But, you know... Oh, yeah. at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, like, that's the other thing, like, this is the big rivalry between Superman and Lex, and it's so glossed And it's played over. out in the complete just, shadows. Like, yeah, here's, it is. here's the one thing, I, honest to God, if there's one thing I could wish was in that extended cut, it is how Lex Luthor knows who Batman and Superman are. Exactly. Because he just does. Yeah. There's no explanation for why he knows Bruce Wayne is Batman, or why he knows Clark Kent is Superman. Yeah. Because yes, the because you can't, obviously he should just know, but because everybody can't, should, but you can't make that if no, yeah, if yeah, Perry yeah. White can't tell, Lex Luthor can't tell. So he's figured it out because Lex Luthor's Here, a genius. Here's, but we never see. Here's why. the other, th- yeah, that's and the whole Lex Luthor character is completely flawed, and 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 it, yeah. it's and we could just go into that ad nauseum. Sure. Um, but the the thing about the thing about the identities and who these characters are, and 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 not knowing who and knowing who Bruce Wayne was, what's important to me earlier when they're at the ball. It's like he comes up to them, and I liked that scene almost a little bit in that he was toying with them as I, 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 that scene played to me like he didn't know who they were at that point. Like that he, he was clearly had to have, though. Yeah, he clearly had to have because he ends up knowing who they were. But I liked it better when it was like going up and, and he was talking to them because they were important figures in the world a guy who writes for the paper who's got a, a, a column whose people read does he though because he's on sports beat no 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 <laughs> and does is he really yeah because he's like i need copy on the game <laughs> gotham knights yeah, well no yeah. maybe that's just because he's just a general I writer I, I maybe they don't have enough money to pay a lot anyway and then know. and then and then batman because he's bruce wayne and he's an important philanthropist not because he's batman that was what i thought at the ball it's too right. bad that later it's not that way yeah yeah um so batman goes so superman goes and really Again, this is where Superman not talking gets him in trouble because he shows yeah. up and at first. Well, he's... no, wait, no, wait. Are we are we going to be talking? Are we talking about the Batman Superman fight now? Yes, because this is where, where I mean, if you're going to say right, that, yeah. say the Batman Superman fight starts. All right, we're going to go into the Batman Superman fight, but it's immediately flawed because instead of just immediately when he lands, going, 
yo, Lex Luthor's got my mom. I need your help. Then he's like, no, no I need Why to explain This is what you always that. say to me. When I say stuff like that, you, especially you, Jordan, will always say to me, because then there's no movie. Yeah, but I say that sarcastically, man. All right. But, like, like here, it but like, legitimately true, makes, you know what I mean? It legitimately makes no sense. Like, it's just like, it's not like Lex is standing there watching them. Like, he has an opportunity to say, Lex is And at first, that's what he wants and, to do. Right. But he he, he, it, he makes all of a one attempt. He gets Sonic right. Weapon, and then he's like, I need you to and listen to me. he almost gets killed in the process. Like, and Superman, like... like Punch, then he just punches, and then he just starts fighting Batman. He never tries to talk to him during that no. scene. I, I mean, like, he holds back from killing him. Okay, so I'm going to say, I, I the Batman and Superman fight, I enjoyed watching. I, I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, I did it. I was, part of my enjoyment may have come from the fact that the people I was with, especially this dude I was with, like, when, when Superman was getting his ass beat, he was loving it. He because he hates Superman and he loves Batman and he's like yeah dude and he's like and then, and then Batman like kicks Superman and, and his limp body goes flying and he's like <laughs> <laughs> and it was just it was fun I, I mean because he was just I mean Superman's gonna be fine Superman's this godlike being and to watch him get whipped around was enjoyable I was enjoying it too there are some, I enjoyed watching Superman get his ass beat by Batman look there I enjoyed are some, it there are some enjoyable moments in this fight it's just that it's not emotionally compelling it's not because at all they, they shouldn't be fighting I mean I get why Batman's going at it again batman's motivation fundamentally is, clear. is flawed yeah yeah oh, i get flawed. why bruce wayne wants to kill clark kent i get that but but superman should be making more of ever he gets kryptonite gassed um one of the dude, scenes batman f- fucking him up what's he gonna do say something he, he can't dude he's, he's he, he has an opportunity well, no, but he's, he's also right given another option starts. he's given another option because if he brings batman's carcass there he can save his mom that, that shouldn't way. ever be an option for superman well, especially after, after, superman, after he so tries tortured. a couple times to talk does he, he won't listen he doesn't he doesn't try hard he could have tried hard when he shoves batman and sends him like flying down the road yeah, yeah. he could have been like yo bruce because he knows that's how he says that at that point he's pissed and that's a dumb thing to be so incensed by. They get yeah. they get played on by you know Lex Luthor passing notes in class. Yeah, the worst thing is that Batman is the whole. If there's anything about Batman, I said those three things earlier, and one, and all of those are underlined or overlied by the fact that he's a fucking tactical genius. And one of the, and, and and so he never would have gotten played by Lex. No fucking way. To seen it coming a million miles away. Diana Prince, all that shit. He'd know it all mm-hmm. like so well. He has all the fucking intel. He's a fucking baller, madman, magician with yeah, intel yeah. and 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 stra- strategic. But what's cool about that fight is it answers the question. You know who would win in a fight, Batman or Superman? With a way that a lot of people answer it, which is, does Batman have time to prepare? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's that, that's how people answer it. Mm-hmm. And when he had time to prepare, he had a whole place booby-trapped. He had all kinds of fat-ass gear. And he just plays Superman with it. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed Don't that. Don't get me wrong. There are moments I enjoy in this that. fight that would be Avengers-level awesome if it was in a better movie. Like a the better, scene, No, wait, no you the don't scene, mean a better movie. You mean even in the scenario, a better reason. Because I think we, the, oh, the, the shot... Like the, I think it's just kind of a poorly shot fight where it's I, a lot I of them slamming against see, each other. I, like, I enjoy. I didn't think there was enough momentum. Like people are talking about, like these fights kick the butt out of the Nolan ones. I totally disagree because not only did there's, the ones that's that, insensing. Like, they're because, incensing okay, people with not that only, talk. Okay, the thing is, not only in the Nolan movies, of course, are they better movies? They're emotionally driven. They characters have a reason. Right? I thought the fights were way more visceral and like even without the emotional weight of them, they're still more entertaining to watch than anything I saw on this one. I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I don't, I, I, I honestly felt like they were, I think this fight and a lot of the Nolan fights are about equivalent. I don't think these blow it out of the park, right. though. I think the soon, one... But I think is as soon as Batman and Superman fight, I'm like, 
This is going to be, oh, let me time it. This is going to be over in five minutes. There's going to be some BS way to end it, and they're going to go off to relax and Doomsday Screen. Well, no wonder you well, hated one, it. You know what I mean? A, you were hating the movie, you were in Sleepy Land. And B, yeah. and B you, had, you, you had netted out every moment that was going to happen, including its conclusion it before it happened. That's impossible not to. Well, no, like, but you had very yeah. specifically, I mean, there's a lot of things, it's impossible not to know that movie's lame and played out in yeah. ten different ways. Yeah. But you were very specifically mapping it and saying, I know just what's going to happen and it's going to be five minutes. And boy, was it exactly five minutes, yeah. right? The so one... you knew exactly what was going to happen. You had to be really pissed. Yeah. And like, oh my God, it's worth, I thought it was going to be really lame. Oh my God, it was worth the yeah, one yeah, highlight yeah. I had in that fight was the moment after he'd been kryptonite gas where Batman starts punching Superman in the face and slowly... Look at that smile on your face. Because it is a good It's moment. awesome! When, you, when he slowly... Re- when Superman's getting his strength back and you just start hearing the glove tink and then, like, bend yeah. in on Superman's face, Superman looks pissed. That was a good moment in an otherwise meh. There were a lot of moments like that in that thing. I mean, yeah, that might have been one of the better ones, but I just thought that whole fight was a really good fight. And you said there's no momentum. I saw back and forth momentum like crazy in the whole fight. All of a sudden, Superman's losing, all losing, 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 and then he turns it around, and it's going, and then Batman's getting played, and his mask gets smashed. I mean, it's just. But wouldn't it be better if you cared? Oh, absolutely. I'm not yeah. saying it's framed well. I'm not saying it has a good meaning. I personally think almost all superhero versus superhero fights are bullshit framing. I mean, they can, but 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 the I think fight Civil War is going to nail it. I, I think you might be right, but 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 for myself, if I just take all that out of it, which I have to to enjoy the movie at all, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that fight. I think it's fun to watch. I think it's really fun to watch the two of them, and and then you know, unfortunately, the reason that they stop fighting is so bad. Now this is debatable though. People have said things that have turned me around. Five percent on this. I, I, I still ninety five percent hate it. I ninety five percent hate it. But this is all a right. So thing. so let, just to frame it. Sure. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. Batman gets gets Clark Kent. He grappling hook and like throws him around a bunch of pillars. He he pins him down, uh, and he grabs the kryptonite spear. And he's all ready to impale Superman. And Superman says he has or something along the lines of he has Martha. He's gonna kill Martha. We once again see the flashback, which is <sighs> the only reason I'm like. That's why you need it in this movie. But admittedly, they nail home that their mother's names are Martha throughout the whole thing. So to suddenly have that flashback again felt needless. Um, Really just repetition for the sake of someone who somehow missed it. Well, all you needed was later when Amy Adams comes in. And by the way, this is one of the reasons I loved her. When she comes (coughs) in there, I thought she nailed that scene when when, when he goes, Why did he say Why are you saying that? And she runs in there next to him. And then she goes, It's his mother's name. You know what I mean? I and I, I you See, that, you think I it's would, lame. I loved so it. Cheesy. I loved it. I thought oh that moment gosh. was great. I, I thought it. she nailed that moment, and I thought that and I just thought it was be, great acting. No, she I. Conf- it was like a Deus Ex Machina. She just walks in at the perfect moment and explains it. the whole. That thing. happens in a lot of movies. That I, I know that happens a lot, but it was just so cheesy. It's really it the so uh, Deus Ex Machina. It could be a subtitle to every Superman everything you've ever seen. Yeah, I know, but like I just I mean, and then it's one time extra, when she like, saves him. Isn't that cool? I mean, I really, I really like that moment of her coming in there and saying that. And the reason I like that better is because at first when it says Martha, and it's just, and he's just like, why did you say that name? And it's almost like he's getting madder. Because he's like, you're talking about my mom? What'd you say about my mom? But you know? it's such a And it's then such a she's cheap... like, it's his mom's name. Instead of saying, uh, instead of, I, I don't know. It's I just, such a it cheap for me. play on a random bit of comic trivia to yeah. make it such a pivotal plot. No, the fact that their names are the same is, see, to me, uh, that's why I said 95% of me hates that that coincidence is what changes his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. hate that part of What's it. What's the I like defense her performance. you've heard? Because I've, I've heard a defense as well. Uh, so, so, here's, so, so for me, I'm going to say what I think and then what the defense is. My thought on it was, 
literally the the fact that they coincidentally have mothers with the same name stops the fight and that's so lame yeah the defense i've heard is um it, it when he mentions the fact that his mother is in danger batman realizes this man does have a heart and he is a person and he does care about people and he's not just a maniac who's going to out to kill and that one percent chance he's against us wasn't real that's the defense i heard and it gave me five percent pause and then i went i've heard that but you know you know what else would have humanized superman if at any point in a year and a half he'd made an effort to show he is human that's that he has a connection to humanity that he has family why didn't he go and try to talk to you know the senate or to any kind of media outlet or anything like, like, the, and, or like because he or felt going. like i mean the way they tried to make it sound like that before the tub scene when he walks in it was he was just kind of like i don't have to like he's like i, I shouldn't have to i'm saving yeah that superman's life. an asshole yeah, 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 yeah superman yeah, is yeah. an asshole i mean it's kind of been proven right in this movie certainly yeah. like you know the the thing is it's just so much of it superman where, flies first class when he flies in planes by the way yeah, and then they're just first. Then they're just, God dang. Then they're best friends. Like I've seen this immediately. That was, the, that was that so was dumb. Just like it, it's one thing for them to him to stop there and I get all that and to and not murder him. him, right? But to say run to and save Martha Kent's like I'm a f- friend of your son. Like, that was what horrible in the world. And, and it was and in a movie with no jokes, it was like the one joke, and it was horrible. And it was yeah. And, and then here's the other part. Uh, that that's really bad too is when uh, even worse to me that was really blatant and bad but even worse to me was like literally 20 seconds later 20 seconds from sticking this thing in Superman's heart he goes that isn't gonna happen tonight or Martha's not oh, yeah, gonna yeah, die yeah, tonight yeah, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. like I got your back bro brothers to the end we ain't letting that happen what I you know, almost I just know. speared me with the one weapon that could kill the guy right. oh my god and this is where plot decisions just start falling apart left and right you get I mean, alfred tell movie, alfred I mean, tells yeah, is that where it starts i thought it, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but it's like it's like an amazing that's when the parabola like you know goes to exponential anyway. it was already like middling but then it like shoots into the stratosphere much like yeah, superman yeah. and doomsday but that you get you get oh. alfred telling batman where Martha Kent is, and yet he's still somehow the best person to go save her. Couldn't couldn't he be like, yo, soups? Here's where your mother is. Just fly in like the nah, third dude, story nah, window, nah. and you could save her in an instant. And probably no one would die. But Batman's probably like, well, I wanted to kill someone tonight, so it would have kill all these of, thugs. And it would have gotten totally rid of that whole complaint of they became buds too fast. Like they could have become friends through the whole battle, or not even. And then Batman could feel extra conflicted when Superman pseudo dies. He could be like, man, I was about to kill this dude. And then, like, he showed himself to be a great hero, and I never even had a chance to say, like, I'm sorry, you know? And that makes this even worse. Instead, they, they, they did that weird flip, where it's like, why has he got to save Martha? Why should that happen? Oh, for the sake of that lame joke? You're wearing a cape? Are you kidding me? And so, why do that? Why not have Superman do it? And then Batman go see Lex. Batman and Lex had so much more chemistry. Throughout the movie. I mean, you could argue... I mean, there's really no argument for it. I mean, it's just it's just an excuse to give Batman a, a bitch in action scene. Which really, in all the trailers, seemed like that's how you introduce Batman mm-hmm. as a ooh, badass. Ooh, another thing I loved... You just reminded me. Another thing I loved about the Batman-Superman fight was when Batman and Superman were fighting. And, uh... And, okay. and and Superman's right, you got me there, right? And then Bat and then Superman's uh, like right when it was like Batman was fighting him and, and Superman you're thinking, Man, he's really fucking Superman up and Superman's just standing there. You know, it seems like man, that's that's fucked up. When Superman's eyes start glowing red, for a second there I was like, Wow, he looks evil and that worked for me too. That worked yeah. for me, I'm just saying. All right. Okay. Um 
So, yeah, uh, that decision, and at the same time, Lois, like I hate so much, decides, I'm going to find the spear here, um, and I'm going to throw it into this you, shallow, You this mean ridiculous the one thing that can destroy the man she loves? So she just throws it in a random pool of water? She, like, well, what they do, I mean, it's not great, but she, like, looks around, and she's like, fuck, what am I going to do with this? And she's like, ah, water. I mean, okay. that's what she did. Yeah, and she gets Superman killed as a result, pretty much. I mean, that, that traces to Superman dying. Why but does it trace Superman dying when it's Because that? if she hadn't thrown the thing away, someone sensical could have been the one to get the thing. Which, that's another problem. Oh, Doomsday, that, see, that's not fair. You can't say someone sensical could have gotten the thing. How do you know it wouldn't have been Superman who did it and did the same kind of You're right, him? because they wanted to kill Superman for no justifiable reason. Right. I fair mean, enough. It, it, that's what the movie wanted to do, but they implicate Lois Lane in the fault of it by making I her... I don't really think so, but I hear what you're saying. I hear it, but I don't I don't think so. I mean, what she does is dumb. I mean, you don't throw the thing in the water, it just makes no sense. But at the same time, like, I don't think that has any real implications except to show a scene where Lois almost dies. That's really the only point of it, I thought. Yeah, which is stupid. Really dumb. But, so Doomsday comes out, made of Zod's corpse and, yeah, 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 and yeah. human blood. Okay, well, somebody explain this to me. Why does it matter that Lex had anything to do with the genesis of that creature, like, DNA-wise? I don't know. What's the point of that? Because he wanted blood of my blood? There's also, I don't know if you guys saw, but a deleted Delete scene. scene where he's talking to Steppenwolf? Oh, Steppenwolf, who Maybe? is related to the new gods, which is another just tie-in to Darkseid. So, it's all just a build-up to Darkseid. Um, but... So the Doomsday, the, the thing with the Doomsday fight, you know, Superman goes at him, neither of them are really that, you know, Superman's clearly getting overpowered, he tries to take him into space, he gets nuked, Wonder Woman's seeing all this and finally decides enough is enough. Um, this is also, during the fight with Superman is where we get, uh... The Justice League. The Justice League. The Justice League and by the way, by the way, A, I didn't really love those, but it was maybe, in a movie with bad timing all over the place, the worst timed oh, gosh, editing yes. I've ever seen. Oh, that my scene gosh. could have gone literally anywhere after Diana Prince right. was introduced, but and it would have been in a better spot. Right, right, right when it was about to be like, awesome! Oh. And, and, oh that, my and God. here's the problem. Oh my God, Wait, just mini rant, but Please. like, in those, uh, like, the worst of those ones was the Flash one, because he, no offense to the actor, but like, the way they show it, he looked, this is Barry Allen, looks like a depressed emo kid. Like, what in the world? Emo kid? Uh, like, he does. Like, like a he's hipster just homo. Like, he was totally hipster. Totally, he just looked like Mike, Michael Jackson. Like, there was just like, I'm like, that is not Barry Allen. Like, well, hopefully like, it won't be. No, it will be. Uh, no, it hopefully will it won't, be. No, hopefully it, will it be. won't, like... I don't know. I don't. I don't hopefully they're Aquaman not going to play up that impressed. aspect. The only one I didn't hate of those three was Cyborg. Like the other two. Okay, were just but here's. Really but anyway, weird. though, the timing of it was horrendous because it was just. Oh god. It was the one time that I wouldn't like. Okay, everybody goes into that movie. No, people like us that are informed that it's a lead up to a Justice League right. film. Go in there waiting for the little like things they drop us, little breadcrumbs yeah, 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 and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's what we geek out over what we analyze on the internet all the time. Sure. Everyone's waiting for that scene to see them. And when do they put it? Literally the only time in the movie I didn't want to see it. No. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, are you kidding me? Of all the times. Let Batman see it. I mean, Batman could have like looked through those files leading up to Wonder Woman and have some kind of reveal there. Right. But I mean, they're, they're nothing scenes. It's basically just like, here's Cyborg, here's Flash, here's Aquaman. No, it's terribly placed. It's, It's also like so weird that Apparently, all of their corporate their symbologies were like designed by Lex's yeah, like what in house no, like, design yeah, team, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, flash. Yeah. Was he bolts. put? Maybe he was putting down a. Uh, maybe he was putting like putting together a team, R and D. No, I he was know. just he was just figuring out this 
the metahuman thesis, which doesn't really work in the oh, larger. Oh, I hated now. that line. Oh, it doesn't ah, work. The metahuman thesis. It doesn't work yeah. because clearly Batman's fought a giant crocodile and a dude who can set shit on fire before. There are metahumans. Right, right, right. It, it's 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 really 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 dumb. But anyway, what I wanted to say is when I'm talking about the thirty to forty percent of this movie that I loved, um, I liked like I said the parts of that Batman Superman fight. I didn't love that 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 jammed in bullshit internet thing. But aside from that, from the start of the Batman Superman fight to through most of that fight, I was having a great time. I loved the Trinity. When the Trinity Wait, comes so out, you like the Doomsday fight though? Because I, I love the Doomsday. fight. Oh, come on! I love Dude, the Doomsday fight, and I love Doomsday. Looks, Doomsday fighting Diana Prince slash Wonder like Woman Michael was Bay's nin- baller. He looked like Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles. Okay, had a love child with Angley's. He, he looked kind of stupid. Okay, but like the fight was awesome. Nah. It was awesome watching all their unique fighting styles being used against that monster. What are the they? The fact that I thought they were because and the Batman didn't really do anything. He in couldn't fight. really he do anything because it's so, just absorbed all attacks. So he's they were there. so bad. No, no. Batman tried his best. Then Diana came in, and what she was able to do was subdue him. And then Superman had to come in with the final blow. He did. The Trinity he worked didn't. together. How he did didn't. he not come in with the final blow? He didn't need to come in. He was not the person that should have killed. Doomsday at all? Uh, no, you're right, but that, but it, whatever. So okay, somebody came in Look, with the final blow. The Trinity worked together when the Trinity. Okay, when the Hans Zimmer music came in, when the Trinity was standing there together for the first time, which it we looked already seen awesome. in the trailer. I know. Whatever. You guys watched the trailer Fire fifteen the times. I, did I not, watched I did not it watch once. That many times. I, I watched, watched it half times. a time. You know what I mean? I loved that moment. I thought it was awesome. I was having a blast. And I couldn't believe how fucking you know, eventful and impactful it was. And, it, and it, I really, 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 in that moment, was having a The three of them standing on screen together meant nothing to me. Because everything like, there leading was, up to that was so stupid. There was no yeah, connection between the three of them. You can't say there was any resonance between no, those three characters. No, here's the other thing. Superman That's almost and, no, no, the point. No. Superman and Wonder Woman do not talk to each other at all. No, I get that. The point is that I these, can show these, you are, picture. these are the superheroes, though, and they get together, and it just it just was a visually... Call it what you want. Dude, I can visually go to Comic-Con and shoot three cosplayers yeah, as those characters stand and, together, and, and, and it would make as much of an emotional image. I, I get your point. I was having a great time. Now, the thing that did work for me in this scene is that I'm... I was 100%. Like, the only thing that gave me chills in the whole movie was Wonder Woman showing up. And when her score kicked in... That's what I'm talking she about. That's this whole yeah, thing but, I'm talking about. Yeah, but it's not the Trinity. It's entirely well, her. The tri- She's by no, far she, the best superhero in this movie. There's no yeah. question of that. That's absolutely what I'm saying. But that is the, when the three... Like, when she does all of her badass shit and then, like, sets back and the three of them, like, emerge. That whole portion is what I'm talking about. Like yeah, I said, the Batman and Superman fight no, up they to really that don't. point. They're separate. And Wonder Woman Superman. and Superman hit him together for like a minute. Does Wonder Superman Woman not bounces. tie him up so that Superman can put the stake in his heart? Yeah, and it was a dumbass decision. Okay. It was so It bad. was a sacrifice. Look, in a context of a movie that is flawed in every way, that was the only way to no, like, it do wasn't. that. No, it no, wasn't. No, in the context of that movie, to make the point that stupid movie was trying to make, that now all of a sudden this guy who forever has been, like, not making a stand, not mistaking... I'm saying, all the bad shit... So your shit. context is that the context is it's such a shitty movie, yes. it works? N- yeah, in the sense of that movie, that Superman make making that grand sacrifice does work. Yes, in the context of that shitty movie, But it's yes. an insane decision. It is an insane decision, and it's stupid. It doesn't Superman, work. Well, no, Superman thinks that the only person who can... I'm just telling you what he's thinking. The only person that has the strength... To puncture him because they made it very clear. Let me finish. To the strength to puncture through the monster's skin, 
that just absorbs any energy. That's to entirely center. unproven. Wonder Woman's chopping his damn arms off, man. Well, I'm just telling you, Superman. Superman's a, a dumb idiot. He makes a comment where yeah. he says the only thing that's going to break through there is me or something like that. No, Kryptonite, yeah, and, which is again untrue because Diana's chopping it off with well, her sword. Well, that's just in, inconsistencies. I yeah, mean, yeah. I yeah. I don't know. I okay, you guys have you guys have analyzed it. You're digging all into all the little reasons. I was watching that fight and having a blast, and it was. I'm not saying it didn't work the first time I saw it. I was like, okay, that's how it played out. But as soon as you start thinking about it, it falls like, apart. Like I'm saying, okay, that's great. But why as is a Superman, fun action scene? That why is, is fun. Superman the one that swims down and gets that spear? I'm not saying that he isn't the one that has to go save Lois because but he he's knows showing it's made that of he sacrifices. He's showing that everything you've seen in this movie. I'm just saying in the context of a movie, it's like a payoff. In a shitty movie. I'm not giving... I'm not gonna... I'm not buying that. I'm not giving bad logic an excuse. Because yeah. Batman, who is just running... And the one laugh I get, did get out of the movie, really, was him going, Oh, shit. When he crashes and Doomsday, like, rolls up. I liked that moment. Okay. But other than that, it's like, Batman should be the one going to get that... He's the one who went to the island to get the spear. He should have immediately been like, Wonder Woman, you got this? I'm gonna go get that spear. No one ever actively tries to get that spear, by the way. They really, like, no, they're all Wait, just like, what about the scene about where Batman says, I'm going to go get that spear, it's back on blah, blah, blah. He does, and then he just, like, hangs out while Wonder Woman and Superman fight. He, he isn't making any effort to go get that spear. Wonder Woman isn't making any effort. Superman isn't making any effort. The only reason any of them go is because Lois Lane, who has no reason to go get that spear, swims down to get that spear. And then he hears her, like, calling for help. Why does Batman say, I'm going to go back to the blah, blah, blah? He does say spear. that, but he never actually is like, once he gets there, just, he never goes to get the spear. Oh, no, he does, he does. Now, I remember now. He tries to get it, and he said, and he makes a comment, it's not here where I left it, or something. No, he doesn't. I that thought he goes to that spot. In that movie. He doesn't go to the spot where the spear was? No. Are you sure? Yes. I've seen it twice. Honestly, I can't really comment on it, because I was so bored by then. I just, he like, spends that entire scene running... I Until Wonder Woman goes back shows to up, he does not. I watched that scene twice, the second time with as critical an eye as I can. No one makes an effort to go get that spear until Lois Lane is drowning. See, yeah, I mean, I I, I think this is, I think you guys are a little overcritical on this scene. This scene's badass. It's, sh okay, You're how about... Like, the you can comment on more. I'm just saying, all I'm saying about the scene is, like, I've seen fights like this before, and I was... The rest of the movie is so bad that I just care. Yeah. See, but you're really thing, though, I've never seen... I'm not buying any logic. But I'm you're not, trying to get a pass. Logic. No, I'm, I'm just saying that I, when I was watching the movie for the first time, 36 hours ago from now, enjoyed that scene tremendously because I was seeing... Remember when you were reading those Trinity comic books a couple years ago and like the three of them were on the cover or whatever? Yeah. The book sucked. But boy, it was a cool concept, the Trinity. And then to see the Trinity for the first time, it, was, it had an impact. Possibly because of nothing to do with this movie. But it had an impact to me when I saw them on the screen. The Zimmer score came in. It's it just I don't know. It just it impacted me. Superman's death is entirely meaningless. Superman's oh, gosh, death. Yes. Okay, first it's of all, Superman dying. Okay, you see, I think you're you're, you're painting that whole sequence with yeah, what happens it's at the end. Bad decisions. It it is. It's totally like that whole climax just falls apart in every way. Okay, possible. let me just say this: the 15 minutes of Superman's death and the funeral and all that shit. I was just as pissed, if not more pissed, than you guys are. I think having Superman fake die at the end of this movie is such a bad idea, is so stupid, is so unimpactful, yes. is so unearned, is so pathetic. Yes. And then only at the end to show a little bubbling up. It's like, it's as if, 
it's as if you spend 15 minutes saying up is up and then like at the very end saying no it's down yeah, yeah. well it's obvious. i mean that's literally well, what well, it does i'm i'm i not entirely i was kind of surprised he died because i didn't think they would actually do it but it makes he sense. didn't die it's no, fucking yeah, lame yeah, yeah, no. he's so he can resurrect because it's he's jesus and he has to rise again in three films that's how jesus works and that's what's gonna happen with Superman. Oh, you mean you, oh, wait? You're saying it's gonna take three films for him to come back? Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League. Oh, okay. Well, Suicide Squad is gonna be like on its own planet. Well, so is Wonder it? Woman. But the, the the point is, they make him Space Jesus. He doesn't need to be Space Jesus, but so he is. Yeah. And and he gets killed in service of that, not because he should have logically gone, man, I'm super weak right now. Hey, Diana, you're chopping off his arms. You want to maybe stab this into his heart as you so clearly can do? Well, they can can uh, can Wonder Woman fly? Yeah, her bracelets can make her fly, right? But I don't think in this universe she can. She can jump like a boss. They did show yeah. that. Like everything about neither of the other I'll two give can you fly, that. so they can't stick her in the heart. Every wait, what how are they going to stick this huge like fifty story monster? He's in not the heart? fifty stories. He's like how do you know? He's like twelve feet tall at best. Come on. I mean, I, we see them to scale with one another. He's tall, sure, but he's not like a skyscraper. He's not Godzilla. Yeah, he's not even King Kong. Wonder Woman he's could the only jump super- up and st- she's chopping off arms. That's that's hard. Right. Okay, that's that's one way that he could be killed. But another way is Superman does it. No one else gets hurt because Superman wants to sacrifice himself. So what? So it's bad. It's just poorly right, written. It's, bad. it's right, terrible. Bad. Doesn't bother me. It's, it's fine if you're okay with the bad logic and poor but storytelling. I am not bad. okay with Superman dying. I think that's lame, but I wish he would have been able to fly up and stab the dude in the heart and then, like, fly off. That is what I would have liked to see happen, personally. Yeah. I just don't like the death part of it. I think that part's stupid, and I think that he's withstood fucking kryptonite about a thousand fucking times, and he can stick that thing in the dude's heart and then fly off. Now, this is the one... Well, no, he couldn't do that because he was so weakened by the kryptonite. That's the problem there. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah. By point, give it to Wonder Woman, who's kryptonite's like, oh, this is a shiny rock. Stab. Done. Alright, I mean, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I Let hear alone you. the Batman also just shot the dude full of more of that kryptonite gas that clearly weakens Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, Superman is the wrong, he's 100% the last person, well, okay, Batman is 100% the last person that should do it. But Wonder Woman easily should have been the one killing Doomsday there. They did it because that is the story they wanted to force, but it does not work at all. Alright, that's cool. Um, so, beyond that, uh, the one thing that worked for me in this scene is Wonder Woman. I really like Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, was 100% like, sold like I on said, her. I, I, I said that before, like, I mean, I, I mean, I'll see her movie. I don't know about Justice League, but I'll see hers. Oh, that's a different, Patty Jenkins directing. Yeah, which exactly. Which is awesome. That's a thing. I, I think she dominated the role. She was great in every scene. Thanks. She looked great. I want to um, understand, I want to understand what's going on. This whole, like, Zack Snyder hate. Alright. Uh, the, the dog is trying to eat my phone, I guess, or something. Anyway, this whole, like, Zack Snyder hate, I, I wish I... I want to understand the true genesis of, like, why these movies are the way they are. Like, there's a lot of people involved. It's not just Zack Snyder. I know Supposedly, that. the DC people... You told me this. Gave them... They have that movie a standing ovation. I, I just want to understand, like, what is the what is the thinking that's making these movies the way they are? Like, I want to go beyond, like, Zack Snyder's a tool. And, like, wonder, like, what kind of... I'm not saying he's process. a tool. Okay. He is a tool, saying... but that's not why I don't like the movie. Yeah. Okay, I, it's Snyder a bad movie. He's not a good director. How about... What, he's what, not! Okay. Yeah, like, right. he's made, like, eight or six, five, four or five films now, only one of which was passable. I liked Watchmen, and 300 is, 300 like, is a good a movie. Yeah, but... Uh, you know, but their style yeah. over substance. Yeah, very much. That so. is 100% Zack Snyder. Yeah. 
And so the plot falls apart. The storytelling falls apart. The connective right. tissue isn't there. That is the big problem. I just can't believe can't... that you guys didn't have enjoyment watching that last scene. That is no, not enjoyable. I enjoyed Wonder Woman. Yeah, but she was mainly that last scene. Yes, but everything else around it is so stupid. I'm yeah, just fuming was. at how poorly told the story is. It was. And that's like, and I hate all these people that are saying like, no, the big okay. What about the, her awesome freaking rope around the monster? Well, that's that was a yeah. weird. That's, that's, that's like taking a little knife to no, a no, movie no. and saying, no, no, I'm going to no, excise no. this little bit and say I like that bit. No, no, no. But okay, so the, it's the in other, the context of that monster you hate. So how did you like it? You the know, the other I mean? thing is that Snyder and them like r- responded to all the criticism. They're like, well, we made that for probably, the, okay, we made this for the fans, not the critics. That is the biggest BS cop outline. Critics are fans this, too. Okay, that's yes. what I'm saying. Like, okay, critics are people, especially at, nowadays. Dude, look at Force Awakens. Look at so many other like critics do not hate mainstream well, blockbusters. I, uh, like, but the Force Awakens, a lot of people were slamming that thing and saying it's just a yeah, re- but, but retread. Like, no, but like, but there overall, was balance. There was like there was a balance. Like, Absolutely. When the critical consensus is across the border, bashing it. That means it's probably bad, you know. Like, well, no, and, and I, they gave it. Their I'm not going to say. Look, I'm going to say uh, no. I, I agree with you. I, look, some there's people... no way to defend the movie. I, I mean, certain times, like like Tim likes to say, there are there is a such thing as bad opinions or wrong opinions. Yeah, you know, he says that. I'm not necessarily saying that that's true, but in this case, if you think that movie is like an excellent, well told masterpiece, I just think you're straight up wrong. I yeah. just think that that's I, I could it prove is, it. I could prove it in a mathematical proof. Look, if you go to a movie <laughs> specifically because you just want big spectacle, I really don't see why this is your movie because a yeah, lot know, of the movie is I just think... dour talking right, heads. Right. But which is my biggest problem with the movie? If I had to say my biggest problem, it's there tone, was no, darkness, there was no, fun. no fun, no, just just misery, and then you get to all the pro- plot problems, and then you get to Batman branding people, right. and then you get to Jesse Eisenberg's middling at best. Uh, or, or, or I think downright miscast performance. I mean, and you, and then you get to this thing about Superman dying. I mean, look, don't, don't let this be miscast as me thinking Superman dying makes any sense. I yeah. hate that. The number one thing I hate about that movie is Superman dying at the end, a fake, unreal death that I know. Not only did the movie tell me at the end that it's not real. But I knew it the minute it happened. And it's just like, take 15 minutes to highlight the thing everybody well, complains about comic book movies. The biggest problem book. is They this. all say death isn't death in comic books. Everyone says that. Why don't we take a huge Batman-sized spotlight and shine it on the fact that death isn't really death in comic books. That's, for 15 miserable minutes of dour depression. That's why yeah. you should adapt Doomsday, because that's what it did in comics. That's why, like, super, the death and return of Superman is such a shitty story because he dies specifically to be brought back to life and I know. prove that death is broken. I know. It's, I mean, it's, that's it's, why so many so many people tie back to that storyline is when death really became a non permanence thing. Yeah, in comics. No, you're absolutely right. I think that is when it when 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 creators started to be like, ooh, we can take and and this is just a decision. I've said said it's been done properly once in a while. Most of the time, it's overused, and that is if it's in service have, of a good story, it works. Well, no, but but they do, but no, but that what I was just going to say was just that. A lot of times they'll say it's in service of a good story, and sometimes it will be in service of a good story. But they, but but it's so impermanent that oftentimes I feel like it's just it's an easier way to get at a very big drama when you could find a better way to do it. I just, like I think Identity Crisis. Not that we're going to get no whole comics cast, mm-hmm. but having like his like Dibney's wife be dead instead of some superhero that you know has to come back to life is a smarter move. Or just being pretty upfront that, yeah, they're coming back. Like, that's what I think a lot of the recent deaths in comics have done well. Like, the death of Johnny Storm in Fantastic Four. If Fantastic um, Four ever comes back. Yeah. 
Well, well, yes, but when Hickman killed him, it was pretty uh, left pretty open that he was probably still alive. Same thing with Peter Parker getting taken over by Doc Ock. You know it is inevitable. It is going to happen. I mean, in-game pretty much took it to its zenith by having them die right by a pool of I can't resurrection believe that happened. Juice. Not even by a pool. In the fucking pool. They pretty much were like, yeah, he's... And then he came back like two issues later with amnesia, but... Yeah. The point is... Ooh, interesting plot device. Never heard that one before. <laughs> he forgot shit? What? But anyway, well, in this movie... Well, they time. Like, I mean, I, Superior I, Spider-Man started, Peter Parker there, the Batman, Jim Gordon thing, like... Exactly. Bruce Wayne's in there right away. You know, that, that's not... That's that just what he just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but the, yeah. anyway, so in this movie, it just doesn't work because it, it isn't impactful because Superman was kind of an asshole throughout the whole movie and you don't care about him. Yeah. I think he was just somebody who doesn't explain himself. I just think he was an undeveloped... I, I didn't even go so far as to think he was an asshole. I just thought he was undeveloped. I mean, he was, he was a blank slate. I couldn't... I didn't hate him or like him. I was no, just like... He was just like, he's just standing there <laughs> brooding, yeah. But, uh, so we get that, we get the scene of Lex having his head shaved and put in prison, and... He looks a little better without the hair. A little better. The most, I honestly think it's the whatever. most laughably bad scene is him after Batman shows up, and he starts talking about Darkseid. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I was in, uh, that is the one part where I laughed, I mean, this whole but movie, I shouldn't have been. This whole it's movie so was bad. A, was a giant act. Oh, we get to see the portrait turned upside down so that the devils are coming and the worst the part is, oh, yeah, And the worst uh, part is you see that they fucking did that portrait. Like, that whole portrait was made to look that way. Like, I mean, it's just, it's just so, every, and it's a good analogy for that whole movie. They just, like, they put things in an artificially... In a artificial way for like plot, it's like there's nothing oh, natural God, yes. happening no, in this movie. No. There's nothing like real to life or naturalistic or 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 or, or, or that makes sense no, no. when you know what people are like and when you know what life is like. Like that art, when you flipped it, it would look flipped, but no, it's perfectly it's symmetrical. Totally I mean, it's just it's just bad. Awful. It's just bad. I I hear you. Yeah. So. Sure. um... That's pretty much the movie. Uh, I know I there we... are people who liked it. More power to you. Um, I'm happy and, someone and I mean, enjoyed it, I guess. I mean, there are, like, legitimately, I just, at this point, I'm just very concerned about where the DC. At this point, goes you were very here. concerned way before yeah. this movie ever came out. Yeah, I know, I know. Where, I guess the but final question would I'm, be. I'm not, I'm not taking away from it. Sure, well, You're I probably know, even more concerned now. now yes, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, we all knew, like, they were misguided. It's just tonally, like,. They're just trying to change everything and not... Like I said, I'm okay with different interpretations of classic characters. You need that. Like, especially in this, like, when you have a claustrophobic amount of superhero movies out there today, um, that you need to do something different. And that's okay. But when you change everything... And then you're just trying to force so much into it; it just really falls apart, you know. Well, fundamentally, like 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 I was saying earlier, and, and to your point there, there's no fundamental reason to make a Batman movie where Batman is like a merciless killer yeah, who's branding yeah, people. Yeah. That isn't a Batman movie. Make a different movie. Right. I, it just doesn't make any sense. And there's no reason to make a Superman movie. Okay, the immigrant story is cool, and I'm sure they're telling it well sure. in the comics, American Alien, and all that stuff. And that's American cool. Alien is so much better though. No, but here's yeah. the thing, right? So people take ideas that maybe Goyer had, maybe who knows who had that idea initially and they go good places with it. they're not bad ideas in yeah. all cases but the execution is oh, horrendous and, and it's so heavy handed and just the tone of all these movies what do you guys think how does this speak for what's coming in Suicide I think it's going to be a different movie I mean it looks like a more comedic movie I think it's still going to be that dark dark tone I mean, and I trust David Ayer more <clears throat> what is his pedigree Fury um, <clears throat> End of Watch um, a lot of like 
a lot of more gritty kind of crime stuff. How was End of Watch? Was it good? Yeah, do you, don't you like that, Jordan? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, I yeah. would like to, though. I think, I mean, stylistically, I think he's great. I mean, you know, like, and I don't know, I just trust him. That can be, that really could be its kind of own thing. I mean, yeah, it exists in the same universe, but the reason I have more hope for that is because it's not, I, I hope at least, it's not going to be trying to cram in all these things. It'll exist in its own entity. Sort of, sort of like Guardians exist separate from, not least, I mean, it's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it's very much its own thing. It can do that, you know. The only really linking thread is the Infinity Stones there. Uh, and here, yeah, Batman will show up in it. Um, obviously, only in a flashback, you know, right? I think so, yeah. And they have confirmed that, but that's the way it looks yeah. based on the trailers. Um, so overall, where would you, like in the great pantheon of superhero oh, movies, I think how I do you ultimately to, feel about this I, film? I, think I give it, you know, a 2 out of 5 to a 2 and a half out of 5. I mean, it's which is, which is basically saying poor. I give it even <clears> a little lower than that. I... I said this is the on my Facebook rant initially coming out of it. Um, this is like the worst superhero movie since the Angley Hulk, and I stand by that. I mean, it was like I mean, I would actually rather watch the Ben Affleck Daredevil again than watch this again. It would uh, turn me off that much. For that's, me, that's, that's that's unfortunate, and it is. I, I mean, I don't want to have that opinion, but I do. So I walked out of this movie the first time really hugely disappointed, which I found impressive given given how little I walked into it with. But coming out of the second viewing, I was just full on hatred. Yeah. Um. I. I. This is where I'm. This is the the quote from Roger Ebert when he reviewed North famously. Oh, okay, go. oh yeah. Let's go. Um, let's go. I hated this movie. Hated. 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 Hated this movie. Hated it. Hated every simpering, stupid, vacant, vacant, audience-insulting moment of it. Hated the sensibility that thought anyone would like it. Hated the implied insult to the audience by its belief that anyone would be entertained by it. And maybe that's a little hyperbolic, and North's a pretty shitty movie, but there's so little of substance or value in this movie. It's full of uh, incoherent plot, terrible segues between scenes, terrible character motivations, you know, childish behavior from several big characters completely unlikable characters played as best as possible by solid cast members it is a ground up failure of a film and that it is not only that it you know there are bad superhero movies out there sure but there's a lot that are hurt by studio meddling or just a bad script or bad directing and you know there are some that are arguably worse made films or worse films but I don't think there's any I dislike as passionately as I do this one. Like, there are movies... Like, Fantastic Four from last year was also a really bad movie. Yeah, I know your, but your it, thing on this, yeah. it was a failure that was, you know, created by Studio Man. I mean, we don't know what Josh Trank's original vision for that movie looked like, but you get the idea that we he do had know something his, better his to say. Is Josh tanked. Yes. We do know that, because he ran his mouth, unfortunately. But I'd rather I understand watch... understand why he was pissed, but... I'd rather watch that again. I like that, you know, there's a noble failure sense to that movie, that he was trying for something. Well, what this movie feels like it's trying to do is make you hate Superman and Batman. Here's the problem. Yeah, I know. I, I hear exactly what you're saying. And I think, and going off of that, the noble failure and all that concept, you just, you, you spurred something in my mind, which is there's no underdog quality here. This is a guy, uh, uh, um, Zack Snyder, who has an entire studio behind him, a whole... Uh, obviously, they gave it a standing ovation. Maybe it was the one part I liked, but but whatever. And 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 they, and and he's got the backing of 
uh, you know, all these, all this talent, like Ben Affleck. I, I mean, even Kevin Smith has come out against this movie. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. But Kevin Smith. That's what I'm saying. Kevin Smith even is like Batfleck rules, but this movie is garbage. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's, you know, that's an intense thing to say for a franchise that Kevin his best Smith. buddy is about to, I know, it's his best buddy. And his best buddy is about to launch a Batman piece of the franchise off of this. And he's saying it's complete garbage. Yeah. You know, and he did go on to say Ben Affleck was the best thing about it. And his sure. movie, he's looking forward to it. So am I. So are we all, right? Well, yeah. Right. Um, but it's it's there's such a there's there's such a non underdog quality. Zack Snyder has all the money he wants in the fucking world. He has the complete support of the WB and DC. He's got an incredible budget. He's got you know the best actors you could possibly have access to. The whole pantheon of comic books to grab from. He has everything he ever and wanted. He takes every all resource that and crams it in. He takes all of that. He crams it into a muddled mess of a movie that throws dirt in the face of what people think of these beloved. Yeah characters yeah. it's not just that he takes the characters and doesn't do what i wanted with them what right, you wanted right, with right. them he exactly. takes them and he twists them into something that they're not, they're not. something that offends me to the core and that Absolutely. is the fundamental problem and it's not like he did it with a shitty budget with shitty limitations Ooh. with shitty mandates he had the world and this is what he gave us yeah. and it's unfortunate yeah. there because I mean, even the things that I like about this movie, those things were guaranteed with that budget and guaranteed with that special effects talent on the team and guaranteed with that Hans Zimmer score. I was going to get goosebumps. I mean, Gal Gadot was good anyway, but I was going to get goosebumps with that score and all this crazy stuff. And he took all of that and he made the least good movie you could make yes. with all of that quality. Yes. And that's unfortunate. But the two out of five it gets from me is, is, is from the resources. They were going to add up to a two right, out of five right. no matter how you put them together. Right. It's just an offensive movie. It just yeah, it is. is. It is. And it's just for me, I'd rather sit through one of those lower budget films that at least feels like it's got heart. It's trying. Yeah, it's like, trying. You know, they're it's a god awful movie, but I would it's rather about something. Yeah. They're about something. Or even if they're just like laughably terrible, at least there's entertainment to be had that, yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. Like I would re I love watching Catwoman. It's a shitty movie. Yeah. It is a terrible movie, but it's so much fun to watch. Sure. You can't even say that about this. The this minute just... I saw the branding, I, I knew something was very wrong. When I saw that bat branding, I was like, is that a joke? Is somebody like playing a trick and pretending to be no, Batman? I really was like, there's got to be an explanation. Because that is not the character I know. Nope. I don't know that Batman. Who is that? Yeah. And that's how you introduce me? Like, yeah. this is the new Batman? That, like, like okay, so that I heard Goyer talking from, about this. Yeah. I heard Goyer. He was like, yeah, uh, the whole Batman franchise. And I know you guys knew this from reading into it, but I wasn't quite sure. This is a completely new imagining of Batman. None of that happened. This is clean slate, brand new introduction of the character. Brand. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Why do you yeah. do that? Um, so, yeah. Uh, pretty much a fail all yeah. around in yeah. a lot of ways. It's unfortunate. It like, I want to be excited about the DC movie universe, and I haven't been just because I was so wary of Zack Snyder because he hasn't really had anything I would call an out-outright, you know, slam dunk of a film. Slam dunk, yeah. And this exactly. pretty much was like, no, he is pretty incapable of telling a story. This yeah. response to uh, could mean good things. It could be a very, very good thing that every critic hates this movie. Because it could mean that Justice League gets at least tweaked in all the ways it needs it, that the universe needs it. It could mean Zack Snyder gets, they put a co-director on it. They yeah. do more passes on the script, on the fly. They do something to make this, you know, to make the rest of the Justice League movies better than they are and get better critical acclaim. Because people don't yeah. go to these movies when they hear the critics hate them. So, yeah. And you're going to lose money the first weekend you're not. They're losing money this weekend. What do you think? I don't know. Tell me your prediction. What do you think is going to happen? Are they going to fix this course? Are they going to course correct? It's hard to say. Um, it's they had a pretty precipitous drop. I mean, the movie made 
52 million dollars this weekend which isn't a bad amount of money but for a second weekend and really it had no competition that's a rough weekend yeah that's that shows it, it would make more sense if it had some competition but like word like... of mouth has clearly hurt it um yeah. now Warner brothers has come out and they say that they're not concerned with the drop no matter how you slice it to get 52 million on any given weekend is an enormous accomplishment we're most focused on where we are in total and our global no- global number is huge that's jeff goldstein uh, Warner Brothers domestic distribution chief, but still, is that saving face? I mean, there has to be something behind the scenes where they're concerned about Even it. Even in that comment, I hear slight non-confidence. Yeah, I know. Even yeah, in that comment, yeah. I, they're usually bolder than that. That's a little defensive. Normally, you get those comments like that, and they'll be like, "We have complete faith in our filmmaker, right, right, right. and we're really happy to move forward." And when you and blah blah blah, like That's when you not hear that Suicide Squad is going back for reshoots to add more humor, and you you know, yeah. oh, yeah. is that true? I didn't hear yeah. that. Yeah, that just came out a few days ago. Um, and then there's maybe Zack Snyder's too locked in. I mean, do you cut the director at this point because that's going to cost That's a lot. horrible PR. It's 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 it, it's showing lack of faith in this movie. you you gotta be careful with that move is all I'm saying I mean I'm not saying that it's so close together really I think that's the big problem like they've been making these movies a year and a half out well that doesn't really give you a lot of room to react to stuff I mean they are they're they're making two of these movies are made well here's the thing too though right think about the Marvel movies think about uh, uh, Ant-Man and um, um, what's his name the director previous director oh Edgar Wright Edgar Wright leaving why did he leave because Kevin Feige, he wasn't given enough creative freedom. Kevin Feige, as the producer that oversees the whole universe, had enough power to say, we got to do this and this and this. And maybe that was better for the movie and the franchise as a whole. Maybe it wasn't. Whatever. But what it shows is that producers at these companies have a lot of power and they can dictate that, that like, I think Kevin Feige has to be given a lot of credit for the quality of these movies. Oh, absolutely. Without question. Huge credit. And he's not the director of any of them. And so you could leave Zack Snyder in, and you could just like make it not shitty. You know what I mean? You could that's say that's bring in someone okay. on top of him. You, well, well, just just make sure he's got shitloads of oversight. Because I mean, he is that that's, guy for the DC movies right now. I mean, he is the you know through line. He's the one that's do you know talking with Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman. Well, that that, that the, I, I, that's I what think needs at to change. At the very least, else. that will change. That would be the hope. At the very least, they will let Jeff Loeb handle it or something. Something has to be done well, to respond Loeb to this. Loeb's at Marvel, yeah. yeah he's oh, a, I didn't mean Jeff Loeb. I mean... Um, Johns? Yeah, wow. Yeah, you're right. You're you right. You Johns? Because, like... Yeah, I Jeff, mean, yeah, he is, like... Jeff Loeb. Is, oh, yeah, he's doing the Marvel TV. That's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just but think well, the reason I made the Johns mistake is because Jeff Loeb is so involved in Batman. He would oh, be he great is, to yeah, have, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Sure. But, I mean, if it were in my hands, I would hand the entire year over to George Miller and Max Landis. But, I mean, that's just my choice. What's Max Landis's deal? Chronicle, and he's right. He's written American Alien now. He's like he knows the DC universe inside out. And See, that would be I great. And I don't understand why they haven't. They approached him to write a Superman comic after he criticized this universe, the D, the DC movies. I'm like. Just hand the, the like. I would love to see him write a Superman Well, think movie. about think about one of the big successes of the Marvel franchises of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's been giving the reins to people like Edward Wright, but but also, I mean, they, they also took some of those reins away and didn't sure. give them the freedom. Well, there's wanted, a level, but of they're freedom. giving it right, right. There's a level of freedom, and they're giving it I mean, to the, Edgar Wright the is brothers. very solidly. Yeah, he's like my way of the fucking highway, and that's it. And I mean, that's that's right. respectable. Sure. I'm entirely for that. Sure, absolutely. But Peyton Reed ended up turning out a great film. Yeah, not just Peyton Reed. Not just Peyton Reed. Not just Peyton Reed. But think about uh, the guy who's doing the Spider-Man movie. He's like an indie director guy. Oh yeah, yeah think John about, they gave Black Panther to Ryan Coogler, which yes, yeah, right. Awesome. And then <laughs> think about and then think about the Cap movies you love. 
Oh yeah, the Russos are crushing. I mean, I mean they're yeah. freaking indie sh- and ballers. You know what oh, I mean yeah. from from Community Direction, right? And yeah, all that. Yeah. Civil War. I mean, so they, you know, putting people like a Max Landis Absolutely. character in there wouldn't be a bad move. No. Even Jeff Johns w- would have to do a better job. People yeah. love his work. I don't love love it, but people but love I, it. I, I like it. And he could tell a competent yeah. story, right? He, and and he knows how to tell a story. And at yeah. least, yeah, his Earth, his Earth Two, like Batman and Superman shit, is like really beloved. And then him, and, but he's Earth Two Batman. Okay, uh, JMS yeah. is Earth right, Two, right? Oh, yeah, or, uh, Earth, Earth One, Earth One. Yeah. Earth One. Yeah, oh, Batman yeah, Earth yeah. One is fantastic. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and just, just the, I mean, he just, it just, it just, just give him 120 pages, to tell an amazing story. That's like, Seriously. I mean, think about that. Earth One is almost like a perfect tryout for yeah. doing a good Batman movie because it's like, if nothing else existed, here's what we'd have. It's just, I know. It's like, I, agree. I just wonder what's going to happen. What do you think? <laughs> at, at this point, it is. I mean, because Justice League is going in production so soon. It'd be really. They would have. I mean, if they wanted to hire another director or something, they would have to delay production. So I don't know if that's going to happen. It'd be a huge negative. But I think they're going to well. need to, it, at the least, like you said, bring in someone to sort of help. And in, like they've given Zack Snyder complete control over that, and this is what happened. Um, and fans and critics alike are backlash. I mean, you know, there's been some positive support, but like overall, there's been an overwhelming backlash. So. I think their best bet is to bring in someone to at least help out and try to fix and at least guide the narrative structure of these movies from here on. Um, so I don't want to say they I don't want to say they dug themselves into a hole with like the ending of this movie and the tone they've established, but they're gonna have to do some serious restructuring to make it better. Um, we'll see. I hope they I think, do. I think yeah, we're still hopeful hope for Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman. I mean, I'm... and that's, those can exist separate, like kind of like in their own world. I mean, but like... if they're going to make it a dark universe like this, now the one thing that you just told me that really uplifts me is the fact that they're doing reshoots for humor on Suicide Squad. It's weird because it already seems like it's a humorous movie. Yeah, so. it kind of looked more. I got well, a I could Guardians see, vibe. I from... could see it not be. I could see it being very like its overall worldview. I don't know. I don't. Know. We'll see. I mean, we will see. see. Yeah. When, especially when you look at that first trailer, man. That shit is. But at least the the trailer yeah. though, he, there's not where like they gave little tidbits, but they didn't give away the whole movie in it. And I'm like, thankfully, you know. Well, that was another thing, and I think that part of that goes to like you see this amazing worldwide gross, you know. So at least the first weekend, we were like, wow, seems like the critics shit didn't even matter at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, to get that, they showed everyone every good scene of that movie Pretty in the much. trailer. You know what I mean? So like, and, and by the way, the promotion on that movie was like the most amazing budget you'd ever hear. I mean, it was insanity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The promotion budget on that film is like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, I mean, it was gonna do pretty well its first week. I just wonder how good could that have movie done? Could it have beat Star Wars if it was good? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe not. Oh no, that, no, <laughs> no, not maybe not. not. But but could it have, could it have beat that, any more of a movie? There were actually be people that had speculated that. I was like, you're joking, no, but right? they could have beat. They're the ones who backed off Civil Wars Day. Kids cried like like from the opening moments in this movie, and like like that's the other thing. Like you you can't. I want to. If I had kids, I would want to bring them to a DC movie, but I can't. Yeah, you've really created a universe of films where you can't bring kids in and that's just that's kind of like any kids i would think that a lot of parents did bring their kids to this movie because it's being marketed to kids like if you even if you had brought your kid to this movie would you at all want to take them to justice league after this film no good gosh no so i mean they've heard it's it's gonna be a rough you've walked away from these like wondering if they're heroes like it's just it's really no you're absolutely right and like i like i was saying to you guys earlier i don't think we got this on tape but I went with um, 
Uh, one girl that I was with, uh, she doesn't know anything about comics. She's not into uh-huh. them at all. She yeah. just was going because, you know, friends wanted to see this sure. movie. And she was bewildered by it. Oh, I, she I, had I, no I idea understand. what was going on. I mean, not, and she's incredibly smart. Sure. She had no idea what was going on. She sure. was. She just said the movie completely lost me. I was not grabbed by any aspect of no. it. So even about, so, if Zack Snyder's argument is, and, she, and this is just one very small sample size, but if Zack Snyder's argument is, I make this movie for movie fans, mm-hmm. you know, comic book too, but this is a movie in the real world. It's my own take on it, and this yeah, is yeah. my vision. Well, your vision's not flying with newbies either. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not just that we have preconceived notions of these characters. Right, right. Anyway, I digress. So uh, yeah, I'd it, say we've we've given it. Yeah, a we have, like, I, I, uh, Yeah, I, and again, I hate to talk like this. Be so brutal. But I wish it weren't so. Yeah. yeah, I wish it weren't so. I wish it wasn't the travesty it is, and I, I hate that I'll have to bring it up again in our year-end show when we talk worst movies because I don't imagine there's going to be a worst movie I see this year. No, but, no. Uh, we'll probably revisit this in another show when the DVD Blu-ray comes out and we can see that Ultimate Edition. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait. I mean, I'm not going to say I had no fun <laughs> trashing it on this episode. It was pretty fun. It was. Fun. I mean, because especially when you see a movie that, that deserves it so much in so many yeah. ways. Um, but I mean, I I, I want to see this new new version. Is I, I when a when a when a when a director cries, hey, Wolf is coming, or yeah, yeah. hey, my movie got edited. Right, I want right, to fucking right, right. see like what your fucking vision was. We'll right, see. Right, right. Oh, how, it was edited, huh? Yeah. Let's see the original. He, like he wasn't in there editing it and taking out oh, yeah, theoretical yeah, yeah. connective tissue over nightmare and cameos. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Buy or it. that long, long middle. Right, right. Long oh, middle. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, we'll see. So. Uh, well, yeah, we'll see when we get there. Um, I would like to end on a positive note, just to say that we're not just bashing someone else's work. Where um, I just wanted to kind of spotlight some of our own stuff going on. Um, I want to give out a shout out to Oak City Comic Con is coming up for anyone in the Raleigh area or North Carolina area. That is Saturday, April sixteenth at the Raleigh Convention Center. Please come out to that. Only ten dollars admission, I believe. Yeah, it's gonna um, be a great time. There's gonna One be a lot day of creators there. Baller Comic Con. Right. You can follow um, my stuff on the Oak City Comic Con website. I've been um, doing articles. I just interviewed uh, Dan Way, who's famous for his work run on Deadpool. Um, he's famous for being an awesome artist. He's amazing. Um, he's done video games. Yes, absolutely. So we have that coming up. Um, I know we have a lot of other projects going on. I'm trying to get a web series worked on right now. So that's cool. Um, Jordan, do you want to talk about Yeah, I'm working. Uh, Terminal Protocol is still in production. You can follow that on Facebook.com slash Terminal Protocol. Uh, it's a slow-going thing, but there will be you know publication by the end of the year, ideally. Um, you can always follow me on Twitter at IndigoMaster, E-N-D-I-G-O-M-A-S-T-E-R, uh, where you can find just my random thoughts and everything, as well as all of my uh, written reviews on things mm-hmm. like the vastly superior Supergirl Flash crossover that aired not three days after... Batman v Superman. Nice. Um, uh, Rich? Well, we have the uh, website coming up soon. Uh, I think uh, I'm hoping very shortly. I know you guys both have uh, big ideas that you want to add to mm. it once we get it going. Sure. Uh, so the website is coming. That'll be at thejoyofgaming.com and maybe a different website. I have one in mind, but I'll uh, share that when we uh, lock down the rights to it. Um, and uh, you can always see my uh, write-ups on uh, on our different podcast episodes on thejoyofgaming.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I haven't tweeted in such a long time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, my Twitter, you can follow, it's at KWShafe, that's K-W-S- K-Shafe! Yes. What's up? That's K-W-S-C-H-A-E-F. Um, so, I also post all links to articles and whatnot on there. You should learn how to freestyle and be K-Shafe. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
So on yeah. that note, on that note, uh, this has been uh, the Joy of Geek uh, official thrashing of uh, <laughs> Superman v. But no, I'm just kidding. Batman it pretty much is. Uh, no, this, this has been our, our our review as it as it was, um, as it were. Uh, we'll be back with a lot more episodes soon. Uh, we're about ready to do another comic episode, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel um, free to tweet our, uh, your thoughts at us after hearing these. We'd love to discuss we, it. Uh, we don't. We don't um, care. We uh, we're welcome to. We're we're, we're up for. We want to have a you know healthy conversation. We I'd like to hear arguments. I've I've yet to hear one that doesn't sound like someone's talking in Swahili when they say it. <laughs> but I'm up for hearing them. <laughs> well, anyway, all right. On that note, I am Rich Lapore, Jordan Alseka, Kevin Schaefer. We'll see you soon. <laughs>